Hello and welcome to the Game of the Year special of Split the Screen. I am the one, the only, Biggest Benes, a.k.a. Ben Ostwick. And who are you? I'm Ed Nightingale. One of these days I'll remember. Welcome. Uh, this is... This is... It's New Year's Eve. Merry New Year Happy to you, year. Uh, Ed. There you go. That's the one. <laughs> I would be more festive. But yeah, it's uh, it's 7pm and it's uh, New Year. Yeah, tomorrow. Almost, almost. Yeah. What are you what are you doing for New Year? Um sitting inside and drinking like I suspect 90% of the world. <laughs> yeah. That's good. At least we don't have to spend loads of money. Well, exactly. But yeah, exactly. 2020 is finally finished. But now we've got <sighs> 2021. <laughs> yeah, the healing year, I hope. We can hope. We That's can my hope. Uh, positive outlook on it. Yes. I can't think it can be much worse. It, it's impossible to be worse. It can't possibly be worse. And Don't therefore, jinx now it. I've said this. Don't said this, jinx it. It's going to be terrible. Yeah, but you know what can definitely be better? The games. Because this year, no good games came out. Um, Tons of good terrible, games came out. <laughs> terrible year for games. Next year, oh, I can't wait for all the games next year that are going to get postponed until the following year. <laughs> yeah. It's really interesting when you look at the, like, the game of the year stuff. And it'll be interesting next year to go back looking at like what we were saying we're looking forward to the next year. And seeing how those games like number 10 on our top 10 are, you know, like not even in the top 10 and were complete or, disappointments. Or if they even came out. I mean, yeah, you know, we, we, we hope that Breath of the Wild 2 and Final Fantasy 16 are going to come out. But will they? Will they be delayed? I'd say no. I'd say no for 16. Yeah. Every times. game seems to get at least two delays. And I bet 16's already like planned for Christmas. So that'll be like March 2022. Well, you know, uh, it worked for Cyberpunk. So maybe everything else will be delayed now as well. I know. Well, Cyberpunk is on our long list. Yeah. No, Cyberpunk is on our long list. It could be our game of the year 2020. <laughs> Absolutely no danger of that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to be looking over here quite a bit because I've got... Um, here's a list of all the games. What we're going to do is we've got a list of all the games, the major games that came out, uh, plus a bunch of smaller games that we've played and we've enjoyed that we've put in there as well. We're going to just go through them quickly. If we played them and one of us, at least one of us, enjoyed it, we'll keep it on there. If we haven't played it or we think it should be disqualified for whatever rules or whatever, or we just don't think it has a hope in hell's chance of making the top 10, we'll eliminate it. Um, so all of your choices. We'll, how dare you? Uh, I will fight for cyber... No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Anyway, let's go. Th we're going to go through the list because we've only got an hour. We're not going to make it two and a half hours like uh, the game of the year. Yeah. Sorry, Please the game keep of us the, the time. Uh, awards. <laughs> He's staring at the clock. Yeah, the awards show. Don't worry, I'm sure we won't get uh, you know distracted by coffee talk and all the other stuff that and we ended up. And films. The reason why we're recording this 30 minutes later than we should. <laughs> are we actually recording this time though? We are recording this okay, time. We are I recording. Good. I pressed the right button this time. Excellent. Um, just click, yep, I did click start recording and not start streaming because one of those these days I'm going to press the wrong one. and uh, That would be awkward. Yeah, people will be like, why aren't they replying? Well, but this is live, live, so you don't need to record it. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. This is New Year's yeah. Eve. Definitely New streaming right now. Oh, definitely do you, have you done Game of the Year stuff before? Um, In my head, so oh. no. <laughs> no, okay, because every time I do it, I always cram in as many games and as like trying a game so, so much more the week before because I just leave everything to the last minute. A game will yes. come out and I'll play with it for a few hours and then just ignore it. And then just before the game of the year stuff comes out, I'm like, oh shit, I need to actually play a bunch of these games. And I mean, that, 
that is at least yeah. the good thing about Christmas this year. Okay, we've had lockdown, no one could do anything, but it means we've had two weeks to just sit and play games and do nothing else. And I, exactly. like you, have crammed in so many in the last week of like, right, got to catch up, got to catch up. So at least mm. we've had time for that, which has been nice and peaceful. It's one plus. Well the, well, the only problem is I've decided to pack in two uh, 30 plus, plus hour open world games. Uh, and more fool you. Yeah. <laughs> next time when they come out, I need to play them. Luckily, well, we'll talk about this on the podcast next week, but I've uh, I've got like a new space now where I can just game to my heart's content without having to share a TV. So I'll hopefully be able to get a lot more gaming in next year. So you can isolate yourself and never speak to anyone. Exactly. Until the podcast comes. Yeah, and then I let it all out. Okay, so let's know. go through some of these games. And uh, so these games, these are in release order. Um, we hope. Ish. Yeah, they are from where I got them. So if it depends where in the world they came out. Um, I believe you put, you added Yakuza Like a Dragon. I've added some extra in, which may or may not be in the right place. So Yeah, that's fine. No, it's Yakuza like, like, like a Dragon came out. It's like it came out in Japan in January, but then came, or even last year, I think it was actually. And then uh, this year it came out in the Very West. Very true. Very true. But uh, okay, well, let's go through these games then. So and just just to add yeah. as well that you know before we get any haters, yeah, this is purely our choices of what we've played and what we've enjoyed. Exactly. So if there's something that you like that we haven't played, then sorry, it's not here. But go make your you own know, list. Exactly. Scream you know, it into the void. Make your own podcast. <laughs> there's only two of us. There's only so much time in a year for us to play games, and I've realised most of my year was spent trying to catch up on the previous year's games. So. Yeah. This is just us. Please don't hate us. Okay. So, the first game we have on here, Neo 2. Uh, I'm just going to go and bring up a bunch of these. So, Neo 2 was the first one uh, we played. I loved that. I played it a good fair bit. I loved Neo 1. Neo 2 was kind of more of the same. Um, I'd like to keep that on here for further discussion. I have not played it, but my boyfriend has played it and I watched him play a lot. So I have a sense of it, at least. So I'm okay. happy to move it forwards. Nice. Uh, Murder by Numbers. You you were playing this. So this came out in February. Um, and when did you play this? Uh, <laughs> Yesterday. Um, <laughs> fine. <laughs> so I've just scratched the surface of it. Um, it is. It's very fun. Um, it's very gay. It's very camp. It makes me just feel like, like a genius. Podcast. Exactly. Oh, just like this podcast, it makes everyone feel like a genius. Um, but I, you know, I haven't played enough of it, I think, to move it ahead. But we will talk about it in a future episode for sure. Excellent. Okay, so let's make that red. There we go. Look at that. No expense better. But all the graphic design people, like when we did the um, the award ceremony, yeah, last week, Moni, uh, Moni does stuff. Graphic designer, wonderful. She's designing a website for me right now. It's going to be amazing. She looked at it and thought, oh, my God. <laughs> so next year... Money, we don't have uh, a budget for this, all right? No. Maybe <laughs> next year we'll have Google a budget. <laughs> we'll have a budget next year and we can actually... Uh, maybe Money can, can help us make something look nice and fancy. We'll put a bit more preparation into it. Fine. Fine. Um, Animal Crossing New Horizons? I think we should probably keep that on there. Nah, drop it. Drop Terrible it, yeah. <laughs> really boring. What's, what's the point? You can't kill anybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Awful. Okay. Keep, so Keep it. Keep, keep it. that. Doom Eternal, I played an hour of that. It seemed very difficult. Um, I loved the original. This one, I didn't play much. I was going to say, speaking of killing people, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I only played Doom, the remake one from a couple of years ago, this year. So oh. I'm running a couple of years behind. So give me a couple of years and I'll, I'll catch up with Doom <laughs> Eternal. It's great, isn't it, the original? Really fun. Really yeah. fun. 
Yeah. This, this one, just seems like more of the same, but more of the same, but they added some extra uh I think there's like more multiplayer. Like the multiplayer is actually decent on this one, but a lot of people talk about how difficult it is. Um but like not rewarding difficult. So yeah. Um That's not what we want. I don't I actually bought it as well, even though I think it's on Game Pass or something, but it is on Games Pass right now. Great. So we've got an hour to catch up on it. Uh yeah. Um do a turn on now. Half Life Alex. Nobody I love, played. love, nobody plays. So I love VR. I also have the ability to play this because I've got it. I've got VR that I can attach now to my PC, but I didn't play it. And I love, love, love VR, and I really want to play it. But that's that's really all I've got to say about this. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll probably I'll probably vom if I play that game. It's yeah. probably best that I don't. Okay. <clears throat> so Half Life Alex is gone, but 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 it, we're not saying anything bad about Half Life Alex because. I mean, neither of us like have played it, so we can't. <laughs> yeah, probably one of the best VR games I've heard. Yes. Um, Persona 5 Royal, I want to lock this in because this, I mean, Persona 5 was an incredible, incredible game. This is not just a, re, you know, like a PlayStation 4 Pro version of it, even though it is that. It's got a higher frame rate. It's got a whole new character that you encounter right at the very beginning uh, and is there persistently throughout. And there's a whole other part of that game, um, which is on my list. I believe Persona 5 Royal will be the game I play either after Ghost of Tsushima that I'm playing now or after Valhalla. I don't know because I've been I've played so much of this but never got past like a certain part and I really want to So what you're it. saying is that you haven't played it? I haven't played it all, no. Because I technically haven't played Royal but I have played Persona 5 but I feel like I can't judge I can't judge that this year. So for me mm -hmm. it's a no. As much as it is a brilliant game. Wow. I I mean, it's a brilliant game. It's better from what I've played from it so far, but should we give it as a maybe? All right. Maybe. Just move on. Right. Resident Evil 3, the remake. I haven't played it. You have. So yeah. for me, it's a no. But did you like it? I liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. I... Everybody was going like, okay, Resident Evil 3, it's good, but it's not as good as Resident Evil 2. <clears throat> I would agree with that. But it's a lot more fun. I, I played it just after playing some Alien Isolation, which was just terrifying. Like, really, really terrifying. And wasn't fun terrifying for me. It was just like, oh, I'm going to stand in the corner. I have no idea what to do, but I'm trapped and, I've no, and I'm terrified. Whereas Resident Evil 3 is just kind of, it's more of an action game, uh, but with like some jump scares and some really cool monsters. It looks gorgeous. It plays really well. Uh, it's, it's quite short, which I appreciate in a game. Yep. And especially when it's just kind of action and it follows all the same mechanics as a Resident Evil game. And uh, yeah, I was streaming it and people watching it were kind of impressed with it as well. And I know a few other people who, who've enjoyed it, but obviously this is what we feel, how much we've enjoyed a game. And um, I enjoyed I enjoyed every minute I played of it, and I don't normally play horror games. But is it a Game of the Year contender, Ben? Is it a top 10 Game of the Year contender? I think... We should keep it on for the shortlist, but it it might sneak in. It depends on the other games. I mean, I, I've just seen that we've got Marvel's Avengers on this list, so, I mean, we're going to be losing quite a few others, I think. Fine. Okay, I mean, it's definitely not making the top 10. But sure, let's let's keep it for now. Okay, Final <clears> Fantasy VII Remake. Do you think that will make the top 10? If you dare take that off, I will literally punch you through the screen. So... But Final Fantasy VII came out... I mean, Persona 5 might have come out last year, but also like Persona, 
Final Fantasy VII came out like 1997. Don't test me, Ben. Does this does this count as? Uh... Don't test me. It's a remake. <laughs> it's a brand new game. It's staying. How dare you? Fine. Okay. Final Fantasy VII remake can stay. Uh, if found, yeah, you know that game that I said last week that I would play. Uh, I didn't play it. Why I am I not surprised? Better. I was playing something better. Uh, How would you know if you didn't play it? Why would I play it if, if the other thing I was playing was better? Okay, if found, we're keeping on. It's beautiful. It's staying. Okay. I'm putting um, my foot down. The Last of Us 2. I hate it, but keep it on. <laughs> See, I enjoyed it. <clears throat> um, ooh, should I say something controversial? Let's, let's save it for the next round of discussion. Okay. Because okay. I think we both want it on there. But yeah. how high is it going to be is a question. Yes. Next one, Ghosts of Tsushima. I would love to keep on there. I'm playing it right now. I am loving it. I've got uh, quite a lot to say about it, uh, which I'll save for a little bit later. But it's, um, oh, it's what I fucking need right now. It's just chilled, <laughs> kind of beautiful and chilled. With I samurai butts. With the, oh yeah yeah I made sure I sent you that screenshot immediately yes thank you for <laughs> I knew that. Appreciate that was it. much appreciated <laughs> I bet it was <laughs> um, there's also apparently if you find every single one of those uh, spars you get a costume where you just go around with not much on which of course is your aim of the game exactly I see you uh, <laughs> that's why I went and did the Spider Man hundred uh, percent as well and you got the undies uh, outfit oh of course we've all done yeah. that yeah. Okay, Ghost um, of Tsushima stays. Fall yeah, Guys. Uh, Fall Guys. Is that our biggest fad of the year? <laughs> <laughs> Should we put our biggest fad of the year on the top 10? I mean, there's definitely a case for it, I'd say. but I, Yeah, I think it's it's definitely an iconic game of the year. So I think that it is mm. deserving of moving forwards, I think. And I really enjoyed the time I played with it. <clears throat> um, Microsoft Flight Simulator, I would definitely like to keep on there because I think it's a technological kind of masterpiece. Um, and it's True. the launch of something that we won't be able to add in the future, but they are going to be building on and everything that they've built on so far with it has been incredible. And I can't wait to see where the journey goes for it. But as it's like, it, oh, it's not a traditional game, of course, but just for what it is, I feel like it should be top 10. Fine by me. Kind of agree. I haven't played it, but I see what you mean. I should watch some jet streamers. If I have watched jet streamers. <laughs> no straight roads. Um, great soundtrack, terrible gameplay, it's a no. Yeah, no, it's no for me. I yeah. enjoyed some of the songs. Even some of the songs that you loved, I didn't like. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that Nine Mermaid one. Tell um, me why. The Should only it be on there? Tell me why. Um, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> so I've had coffee today, so I can actually talk about it. Good. Um, it's So it's one of those... This is what I really I didn't include last time when I was talking about it. It's very similar to Life is Strange, but Life is Strange obviously isn't the greatest game of all time. <laughs> surprise, surprise. But at least they give you some choice. Whereas with Tell Me Why, they present some options, but I didn't feel like there was any divergence from the actual path they wanted you to take, which is totally fine. Just don't give me the opportunity to make some decisions. Uh, the only decision that really changes is the ending. Right. Um that's the, literally the only thing in that game that I think actually caused... I mean, there, there may be some things that you miss if you don't do certain... If you don't, you know, go and uh, partake in a, a puzzle or something like that. But the, there's no ways where, like, a whole character might be alive. As far as I'm aware, there's no, there's no like, situation where somebody might have died 
Um, but if you play through it a certain way, they'll survive. Whereas in the original okay. Life is Strange, there was there was a girl who jumped off a building, but you there was a way for you. So yeah, I mean, it's been out a few years, but uh, there was a certain stage where if you'd interacted with her or spoken to people beforehand a lot, you could have then used that to coax her down. Yeah. And uh, like, there's not that, but like the, the way that it includes um, a wonderful, a trans lead character um, and tells a hot woman story, but also one that's very brutal as well in, uh, in its own way. I feel like that is, they did very well there. Is it, my personal top 10 maybe okay i mean i am still yet to play it i'm determined to get to it within the next couple of weeks at least my my general feeling that i'm absorbing from around me is that it is a great game for representation but maybe gameplay wise isn't that original or exciting so it's more about what it means rather than how it plays yeah the story is all it's a similar similar to Life is Strange. It's one where you kind of guess Life is Strange one. I didn't didn't finish two, but one is where yeah you're kind of it's a murder it's a mystery and you're trying to work out what the next and and they try and shock you with some big reveals and and turns. But they in this a a real well like at the end it's like who is this person? I'm not not going to spoil it, but it's like who is this person? And I was watching it going like. Well, whoever it actually reveals to be, there's always like there's a possibility of it being maybe two or three, but there's this person who's probably more likely, and like it wasn't the reveal that I think they wanted the impact. They wanted okay. it to be. It wasn't impact. It didn't impact me at all when it revealed. I was just like, oh, okay, okay. So we're keeping it for representation. Yeah. Okay. I think fine. we should keep it because it's definitely an iconic game of this year, especially within yeah. the LGBT community Absolutely. on Twitch. It's, and I also love that it was episodic. I love episodic games. I'm one of the few people in the world, I think, actually, who loves them. Um, Hitman, the first series, when they released one. Oh, no, Hitman. Yeah, the first, yep, the first Hitman. That was it. When they released it episodically, it was great because I actually went and did a lot more of those levels than I would have done if they just released them all. Like Hitman 2. Hitman 2 I played for a day, uh, two yep. days, and then put down. You just Whereas do Hitman each one as opposed to actually yeah. finding different ways of doing it and exploring. Oh, God. Yeah. Hitman 1 was, I don't even know if it was my game of the year or if it was like top, it was definitely top two because I absolutely love that and I can't wait for three. It's coming yes. out in January. Um, but anyway, let's stick to 2020. Where were we? Um, we're on Crusader yeah, it, Kings 3. But was it, tell me why it uh, came out episodically once per week yeah, at a specific time with, and like all the community joined in to watch it and experience the episode for those three episodes that it was. And uh, I just really liked that release. It's like a TV series, like a TV program. Yeah, nice. Crusader Kings 3, I played. I tried to play. I've probably got about five hours of it. Did you um, get past the tutorial? Uh, yeah, once. And then I was like, what the fuck do I do? Yeah. And I have I've went and looked at so many articles. And I read article after article after article. And I was like, I still don't know what I'm meant to be doing. I have still no idea. <laughs> Did you play any of it? I played the tutorial um, yeah. and thought this sounds like a game that you could get completely sucked into will take weeks and weeks and weeks of playing and still not have a clue what the hell is going on. That would there were so the many latter. menus, so much <laughs> yeah. going on. I thought I just, I just cannot get my head around this and I don't have the time to invest in this. I'm sure yeah. if it's your thing, it's probably brilliant, but I just, I don't know. It was just too, too dense and obtuse for me at the beginning for me to persevere with so for me it's a no yeah for me it's a no but oh, I, <laughs> I 
I got I saw all the reviews like how really high it was rated and I'm like I just playing it going like I, I'm not getting it like what am yeah. I meant to do <laughs> just can't. I, yeah okay Spirit Farter I played Spirit a little bit of that that was sweet Fairer. what did you think I enjoyed it I think it went on a little bit too long I think it's got a beautiful art style to it, which I really liked. And it's got some really nice emotional moments to it. But the actual gameplay isn't all that exciting. There's a lot of resource collecting, but then actually you don't even need to do all of that all the time. Um, So it was nice. I think I'm going to be brutal and say let's not move it forwards. But it is a nice game that is worth playing because it's, it's, it's decent. It's worth a nice. go, but it's not. Nice spirit. Yeah, power. it's not. It's not a game of the year. No. Spellbreak. I played a fair bit of that. Uh, well, I say a fair bit. I played about ten matches, <laughs> Five maybe minutes. fifteen. <laughs> no, ten, fifteen matches. It's a uh, battle royale game with an enclosing circle that you play with two other friends, but you use you have special spells and powers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It was so fucking confusing. Like you go and you you get something and then it has this power but you so you select your character of what power they've got but then you can pick up things that are not that power in the field and and then you level other things up and i had no idea i was going and playing and going like i played yeah 10 matches still no idea what i'm doing uh i just get killed quickly and i'm like throwing ice at somebody and it was uh, really confusing they just doesn't sound like fun just give us a simple one like PUBG. you go there find a gun and kill some people that's it i don't want magical you know it's free great i love that uh, but I don't want magical powers. and Or if you do, just give me like a simple one power or two powers, maybe. Don't Keep it simple for Ben. Yeah. Otherwise, he won't appreciate it. This is, like I said, this is a personal list. Maybe I know there are people here who love it, uh, but I didn't love it. I haven't touched it. I've never yeah. played a Battle Royale. <gasps> Let's play some Fortnite. Then you'll be all over Phoenix. Sure. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Marvel's That'll be Avengers. The goal 2021 is uh, Ed to play Battle Royale. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll find something appropriate. Apex on PS5 when that comes out. Maybe. That's Maybe. fun. It's very fashionable. You'd like Marvel's that. Avengers. Let's keep this moving by Marvel's <laughs> Avengers. Marvel's Avengers. Um, it sounded I play terrible. It. I thought it was like it came out and it wasn't as bad as people actually thought because it was expected to be terrible. Then it came out. People didn't hate it but i didn't play it fine and it's lost loads of money hasn't it because no one's playing it yeah even though it's got it's one of those like live service games you got a live service game that nobody likes (laughs) hades hades is a yes 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 don't you dare take it off keep it on do you know what it's an anagram of shade it is i'll be throwing some shade when we talk about it would be shady of you to not include it no i think that's that should probably be in the top 10 at some Somewhere. Um, okay, well, here fine. we go. There's one for you. Super Mario 3D All-Stars. No, take it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, I love me some Mario. I love me some history, but it's not a new game of the year. So lovely as it is, it's a no. Okay. 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim. Oh, um, the Rim. The Rim the game is back. Game. It is. I'd like that on. I think it's very cleverly done. And uh, yeah, I want to keep it on. Ben likes a rim. Moving on. (laughs) What's new? Okay, Genshin Impact. Bye. Yeah, go on. (laughs) Sorry. I I just cannot get into it. There's 
there's not enough story to keep me engaged and I'm not interested in spending money on random anime characters that I've got no interest in. So, sorry. Goodbye. Yeah. It's, um, it, it's great that it's free. We'll say that. <laughs> That's one saving grace. Uh, Spelunky 2. Uh, hopefully Helunky's in the chat right now because I want to say how shite this game is and I'm oh. uh, going to... No, I actually haven't played it. <laughs> I said I would play it if I get 10,000 followers on Twitch. I'm going to play it. I'll do a co-op stream with um, Helunky to play it. And how long do we have to wait for that? Quite a while. I'm only on like um, 7,500, I think. Fine. So that's a no one Spelunky then. No, <laughs> not I my, it either. Uh, not my goal, but my this year my yeah, I was like, I remember looking in January going like, it'd be really cool this year if I could get five thousand followers, and it's near the end and I got seven and a half thousand. This year's been a bit weird, so uh, who knows? Maybe next year I'll end up doing a co-op stream with Helunky. You'll get there. Thank you, mum. Okay, uh, next one, Crash Bandicoot Four. It's about time. I think that is a brilliant, brilliant. It's a great platformer, great 2D platformer. I played it a fair bit. Um, do you have, any, have you played it? So I have played about an hour of the first Crash Bandicoot on PS1, and that is it. Wow. I haven't played any other Crash Bandicoot, and that first hour did not massively grab me. Now, I did notice that the trilogy remake or remaster is available Insane. for free on PS5. So I have downloaded it and I am going to rectify this and yeah. play the original trilogy. But don't four play the first is one. Probably not on my list. Don't play the first one. It's shit. Isn't two the best one? Yeah, two and three are great, but the first okay. one. So very, very, very quickly, the sprite. No, sprite's two D. That the model of Crash in the original was square. It was like a cuboid. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so all the levels are designed for them to kind of like teeter on the edge. Mm -hmm. However, when uh, when for Crash 2 and Crash 3, it was like an egg shape. Um, so the levels were designed for that. When they remastered it, they remastered it. And for the whole Crash 1, 2 and 3, they gave them an egg shape. So there are levels in Crash 1 that are really, really, really difficult uh, because of the shape of Crash. There's Got one it. level where, that took me over an hour and a half to do. I actually uploaded it on YouTube because it just drove me insane. And it's had like over a thousand Wait. views. It's had like a thousand views and there's so many comments and they're going like, oh my God, I can't finish this. And this was on like the first island or the first world. Wow. So I would, I honestly, there's no story. Uh, I would just go to two and do two and three Fine. because one is just really frustrating. Well, what annoyed me, because I played, I'm presuming they've changed this now, but in the original, they had this weird save system where it only saved at certain points. And so you ended up losing mm. loads of progress. It was really odd and it just annoyed me. Mm. Anyway, okay. but 4 is Crash, better. Crash 4 is really, really good. It's, I was a bit put off slightly by the fact it was £50 or it was like your full price game, €60 Euros or whatever. Uh, however, though, it's got loads of content. It's got the, the worlds. You, you progress through it. Difficulty increases as you play through. However, there's also these like side uh, worlds. that. So there's one where you have to get from the start to the finish, but the entire level is just made out of these crates that break. And you can also get... There's also like a... Um, a bonus that you get if you break every single crate by going over to the other side. I can't, I do not have the patience to do that. Uh, but there are people that love it. There's just endless content in that. They've added so much extra. You can change characters. They've introduced yeah, new characters that you can, which they did in three, I don't know about two as well, where you could play as the one with the blonde hair, 
Um, but this one, I believe you can play like the whole uh, game with it. And there's they've made like 3D parts and use weapons and all other stuff. It's it's a very nice new version of it. And it'll be interesting because I've heard that they might be doing the same kind of thing with Spyro at some point. Yes, I've also heard that. So, okay, um, so Crash, Crash is moving forwards? No, it's not going to make top 10. Okay. Yeah, but is. it's a good game. It won't... Like, I've got no words to finish it. <laughs> if I've got no words to finish it, I don't think it should be on the top 10. It's not worthy. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yakuza Like a Dragon. Now, I included this because had I played it, I feel like it would have made my top 10. And I know it's in a lot of other people's top 10s. It sounds like a brilliant game. I actually have only played Yakuza Kiwami 1. I haven't played the rest of the series, but I it's on my list. I actually just bought Yakuza 0 in the sale. <gasps> Uh, it's like Such three quid on Steam. So that's on my list to play very soon. And I know that I'm going to really enjoy playing the other games. I know I will enjoy Yakuza like a dragon. The whole RPG thing is definitely mm. something I know I'm going to enjoy. But I haven't played it yet. So I'm including it here just to mention it. But we can't take it forward because neither of us have played it. No, I'm waiting for I was going to play it. And then I realized it was coming out on PS5 in Next February. Year. Exactly. Yeah. I'm also right. waiting for that. So next year, maybe. Can we include it? Yeah, we can include it on next year. Um, Star Wars Squadrons, I played it. I uh, used my joystick to play it, and it was um, a very cool game. Uh, if you like that kind of, you know, pew pew, uh, what's the word? <laughs> the what? Cockpit the what? Shootery. Sorry? The pew pew game. Because that's what it, that's the Star Wars. Sure. Um, okay. I watched The Mandalorian for the first time today. And, oh, so uh, now you know all about pew now pew. Now I know all about the pew pew and the Jar Jar Binkses <laughs> and things like that. Uh, yeah, it's... Um, for those games, it's it's excellent. I think the campaign's very short. The co, uh, sorry, the multiplayer was uh, damaging to my ego because I just got destroyed. Aww. And the, the the controls are really cool. Uh, I enjoyed it, but yeah, it's not my type of game to be honest. No, fine. <laughs> uh, I just I just played it because I've got a flight simulator stick, and I wanted something that wasn't flight sim to use it on. I you could actually to play turn with it. Your stick. I just wanted to get my joystick out and give it a good old play. Um, Iconfell. Iconfell. Oh, I oh, yeah. Iconfell. I thought it was Iconfell, but it's actually Iconfell. Um, I have been playing this over Christmas. It is a really, really cute little queer-friendly RPG, um, pixel art thing. Um, I don't think it's quite top ten worthy, so I'm gonna say no. But I'm probably gonna talk about it in next week's podcast because it is a really, really fun little game that I think a lot of people will really enjoy. Excellent. Oh, Watch Dogs Legion. This is an interesting one. Word. one. Lol. <laughs> like, League of Legends. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're not... I, oh, I mean, we talked about it last week. It's just a terrible rendition of London. I'm not interested oh, I in that. Nobody's playing that for like, you know, to learn their ways around London. <laughs> I, I the story enjoyed... wasn't good enough either. Oh, but the gameplay. The gameplay I find much more appealing than the story. And that, I, th- I found that the same with um, Watch Dogs 2 as well. Although Watch Dogs 2 had some really interesting uh, quests. But and it, there was a lot more... I don't know about this Watch Dogs Legion because I've only played only only played about eight or nine hours of it. But Watch Dogs 2, I, like, I finished the story of that. And there were so many kind of pop culture references. Like you destroy a Scientology group. And uh, well, although it's not Scientology. They're just worshipping these giant pillars that turn out to be made of plastic. And yeah, like that was really cleverly done. I, I love that in Watch Dogs 2. This one I haven't found out. I haven't found it necessarily as in your face as that, uh, but I haven't played too much of it because I've just been goofing around 
um, playing as uh, oh, what was her name again? I always forget it. Lisa. Good old Lisa. Yeah. Play, I, honestly, mean, I enjoyed p- watching you play it more than yeah. I have playing it myself. Oh, I yeah, I enjoyed playing it and giving the little characters my own backstory because the backstories they give in the game aren't the it's best. Terrible. And also, it's on PlayStation Five. Let us play it in sixty FPS. Oh, even drop the frame, even frame rates. Oh yeah, Obsessed. I am, and that's why Dirt Five's on next. But like Watch Dogs Legion is something that's crying out for sixty FPS. But it's not on the top ten, so let's take it off and let's move on. Oh, it might end up. I don't know if it'll end up being in my top 10. I do have the urge to finish it wow. on Crash Bandicoot. I'm but, um, surprised. Very surprised. Okay, we will turn it red. Dirt 5. Dirt 5. I've is been playing dirt? some Dirt 5. It is. It's, uh, so Dirt is the game that originated, a, oh, I believe it's originally from Colin Mc, Yeah, it's Colin McRae Rallies. Colin McRae. Codemasters? That's a good question um <laughs> i don't think they've changed so i'm guessing so yeah uh colin wait let me let me google that see now you've asked me a question i've got a dirt five we don't have um, time for answering questions ben yes we do it is codemasters yes <laughs> from the colin mcgray rally series who uh the, the the late colin mcgray very sad sorry he uh, but dirt five is it's gone from like colin mcgray to just a, you know from a rally game to this which is racing um it's yeah, I like it. It's more of what you'd expect uh, with some added customization, multiplayer, yada, yada, yada. And also on PlayStation 5, it's got 120 FPS mode. And there are three Great. modes as well. There's one called improve. Well, yeah, there's these three modes and I have no idea. One's like improve resolution, improve fidelity and improve performance. And I have no idea what either of those mean when it comes to actual numbers because they don't tell you. So, uh, and I'm not bothered enough to actually Google it. So should we just turn that off? But the dirt looks pretty. It's a gorgeous game. I played I that mean, on an OLED, uh, 4K OLED in 55 inches. And mm. even Dave was looking at it going like, that's impressive. That looks gorgeous. I mean, if you're calling Star Wars Squadrons the pew pew game, I'm going to call Dirt 5 the brum brum game. The brum and we're brum. not including it. The dirty game. I know, the, the dirty. dirty game's next. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. How was that nudist camp? <laughs> <laughs> they were not nude. They were all like, oh, we're, we're, okay. I stumbled... mode enabled or something. <laughs> <laughs> I stumbled upon a, a, a nudist camp while playing this game. Um, and there was a guy who was like, oh, I want to be, it's stumbled like a little across. side story. And this guy's like, oh, I want to be nude all the time. And here's this nudist camp. Wouldn't it be funny if we stole their clothes? So you have to go in and, and take the clothes and run off with them. Um, and then they're nude forever, but they're still wearing underwear. So they weren't actually nude. Very disappointing. No. So Very we'll take that off, yeah. Um, (laughs) I am really, really enjoying Valhalla. I got it for Christmas last year. Santa was very kind to me. Um, Last year? Last year? Last week? Yeah. Did I say last year? Wow. We're broadcasting this, you know, it'll still be... (laughs) Still 2020. I don't know how long this podcast will go on for, but... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Hopefully not into 2021. (laughs) Um, Last week at Christmas, Mm -hmm. Santa was very kind. So I've been playing a lot of Valhalla. I haven't played it enough to really say like it's a top 10 game but i am really really enjoying it for what it is um it i mean it is more assassin's creed but with mm. sexy vikings which is the dream game basically um i don't yeah i don't think it's quite top 10 material but i am i'm really really enjoying it and i'll probably we'll talk about on. it again next week because i'm enjoying it as well i okay a moment i 
I'm not enthralled with it as much as I was with Odyssey. I think it's just I love little islands and beautiful skies and open seas and stuff like that where Assassin's Creed it's cold it's grim it's rainy it's cloudy and, and if I want that I can just open the fucking window uh, and oh, look outside in England yeah exactly I like <laughs> to get, I like video I games to escape it. I don't like politics and I don't like realism in my in my uh, video games I go into escape well it's a good job Watch Dogs Legion has been taken off then isn't it yeah okay um, uh, we'll keep that on shall we we'll keep it on yeah I, I mean, think that could sneak I, in I didn't play Odyssey and I really wanted to, but I played Origins this year, was bored by it, got put off playing Odyssey. So to play Valhalla is a big jump from Origins. And therefore, for me, I'm like, wow, this is great. I think yeah. if people have played Odyssey, it's less of a jump to Valhalla. So Valhalla doesn't feel as exciting. Um, so maybe I'm enjoying it more for that reason. I feel like it is. I feel like it's a really big jump and that's why I'm maybe not as enjoying it as I was because I loved oh, Odyssey. Um I just like the the history and going to these places that you recognize. And I know full well that they don't look anything like it in Odyssey. Um, I mean, Athens in the game is like some kind of mythological version of it because it's like this. Yeah, I looked what it looks like in real life. The the temp, what's it called? The um, the fancy thing, the big building, <laughs> oh God. the big fancy the building. Parthenon. Yeah, that the one, that's the one. Yeah, is it? I think so. Oh God. We'll say yes. I'm really no sorry. One's gonna, yeah, I could Google it, but I can't be bothered. Like that one, like it, it's on this giant tower overlooking the city, and in real life, it's not. It's yeah, not like that. It's not as impressive. Um, but yeah, no Valhalla. I'm looking forward to going to York one day. I will get to York, uh, have a little wander around, and go. Yep, I will remember my good old Yorvik Viking Centre visits. Yeah, and yeah. I'm interested to know what London is going to look like. Mm. Spelt wrong. Yeah. Destiny Dest- Two Beyond Light. Hmm. I uh, finished this expansion. It was a nice expansion with some good quests. It was very interesting. It's um, it didn't do so. Destiny's released three expansions now. It's released Forsaken, Shadowkeep, and then this Beyond Light. This more or less follows similar to Forsaken. Forsaken was very critically acclaimed, and I loved it. Uh, this is more. This is similar to that, where there's an actual campaign to it. There's a campaign you can. If you are right a certain level, you can probably whiz through it in two or three hours. Um, I did it maybe in a bit longer, but about five. And then it unlo- un- uh, unlocks loads of other kind of side quests. But all the other side quests are like, kill a hundred of these, go here and do that and complete this. Yawn. Yeah, I've I've got fatigue. I'm just, I'm fatigued with Destiny 2 now. And I hate saying it because I've convinced quite a few people to <laughs> download it and play it with me. And then they go, hey, do you want to play? I'm like... You know what? No, <laughs> I've played it a bit and I've got other, there are other games that excite me more like Final Fantasy 14. That's I think that's going to be just my MMO to go, yeah. my go to MMO. <laughs> so that's a no for Destiny 2? <sighs> it is, but it's a lot better than Shadowkeep, which was kind of a drip feed of a bit of story, but there wasn't really much story. Oh, no, there was a bit of a story, but then like then they just drip feeded it through the season. I drip fed it through the season and it was boring as shit and I don't even know what I paid for to be honest when I got it. Great. <laughs> Whereas this one, you know, you play a campaign and then there's loads of extra stuff that you can go through if you want. Got it. This one I really, next one I really want to keep on. Astro's Playroom, absolutely. Yeah. Definitely it's, that's staying on. Yeah. It's genius. It's brilliant. I love it. Yeah. Okay, we don't really, we've only got a few more left. Um, Demon's Souls, would you like that, Don? I would like to take that forward. I think it might be the upper end of, or the, the lower end, I guess, of the top ten. Um, mm. But we'll keep it for now. Yep. 
Um, Bugsnax. Same with Bugsnax. I'd like to take it forwards. Okay, Bugsnax. Miderman. Midaspan. Spider-Man Miles Morales. I would love to keep on there because I feel like it is beautiful. It's a great kind of short story. There's so many side quest things that they've improved upon the original with. Uh, it's not like a, <clears throat> a full... It's not a full price game, but it's not a full length game, but neither is Astro's Playroom. Um, so, yeah, I absolutely love Spider-Man Miles Morales. In fact, I am, Dave hasn't played the original one. He doesn't play games, but I was trying to test him out with P the PS5. And I was sat him down. I was like, okay, right, you're going to play some Spider-Man, uh, Spider Marvel Spider-Man Remastered. And he's like, no, I don't want to play that one. I want to play Miles Morales because it <laughs> looks so much more fun. And it is yep. a lot more fun. And I loved, I, I mean... I know you're not a big fan of it, but I loved, loved, loved the original Spider-Man. It was one of my favorite I exclusives I on PS4. And the remastered one is great as well, using the haptic feedback and various things like this. Uh, I just, but this was just more fun. Fun. Happy to keep it. I'm going to be playing through it in about a week and a half from Excellent. start to finish. Um, Call of Duty Cold War. I haven't played it. Me I bought neither. it. I haven't played it. I've, I bought it the day after it went on sale. <laughs> And I can't be bothered calling up Sony and saying, can you just knock off the... Do you mean the day before? The day, the day after it went on sale? Well, no, I it went oh, on sale no. after you bought it. No, I, I bought it, and then the day after that, it went on sale. Okay. I bought just it. Okay, I bought it. That Yeah, there's some commas in there that <laughs> ignored. <laughs> Fine, God, we haven't of... played it. Move on. No. Hyrule Warriors, Age of... Calamity. This is the second game that Santa brought me this year, um, which I was very lucky. Um, and again, I'm similar to, to Valhalla. I'm really, really enjoying it. Had I played it earlier in the year, um, I think I might be more inclined to keep it. Um, I think it's. I think it's a brilliant little game. Um, it's not quite. I mean, it's not a proper Zelda game, but it's still very fun for what it is. You gatekeeper. <laughs> no, it's just, it doesn't quite live up to the, the rest of the series, but it's definitely better than the previous Hyrule Warriors game. Um, I like all the little oh, yeah. nods to Breath of the Wild. Um, I think it, it could potentially scrape in, but I know you haven't played it, so I feel no. like between us... I hate it. Maybe it shouldn't stay, but it's a brilliant game. Well, we're going to be eliminating like another... 10 or so uh, before we go and do the top 10. So okay. should we just we'll keep that keep, on we'll for a moment? We'll keep it for now. Keep it for a moment. Um, Haven, that's another game you've played. Haven was cute. It's not, like you said, I don't feel inclined to finish it. It's not amazing, amazing. It's just, it's a cute little game that is worth mm. a go because it's on Games Pass. Um, it's not quite a game of the year contender. Okay, so we'll get rid of that. Now, Immortals Phoenix Rising. Um, that is... There are all these games that get critically acclaimed because they've got this wonderful story or they do something completely different. Immortals is just pure fun. Uh, and I really want to keep that on. Because all it is, it's fun. It is so much fun to play. Fine. And then Cyberpunk 2077. Cut. Yeah, go. <laughs> Done. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. You are gone. I played it and I couldn't get past the tutorial uh, because of a glitch. Always a good sign. Yeah, and there's also many other issues. So let me go and remove the ones. I actually delete the ones that... Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Right, let's go and do this. Um, what I think we should do now to delete... I think we should... Because there's some here that... And people are probably going to get really mad at this, that we've 
going to include games in the top 10 that we might not have finished yet. So I think maybe we should remove games that we know we're not going to finish. Okay. If they are finishable games. I'm looking at uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yes. Um, oops. Yeah. Okay. Well, for no, that reason, <laughs> we can therefore remove Hyrule Warriors and okay, we can so... remove Valhalla. Because they're both brilliant, mm -hmm. but it's going to be a while before we finish them and have a complete view yeah. of them. I'm okay with Valhalla going off as well, even though I'm going to try and... Well, I can't blast through an Assassin's Creed game. They're like over 100 hours. Exactly. Um, you, and you want... To, the thing is with this is that I want to take yeah. my time over it because yeah. I'm really enjoying it. So I don't want to just rush through the story to say I finished it. I'm going to be playing it well into next year. Yes. But I'm loving the experience of it. The only problem with Odyssey was I went back to it after a few months and I'd forgotten all of the freaking controls and I had no idea what I was doing and I just died instantly to it. Yeah. Like, I was like, are these people really high level against me? No, I just, I'd forgotten everything. Um, that's what happened with Ghost of Tsushima, actually. Wait, is that on here? We did go, yeah. Okay, um, but yeah, Valhalla is similar to you and by not including it on here and I'm not going to put it on my top 10, my personal top 10, it makes me a bit more chilled about I'll dip into it and out and in and out throughout the year. I wonder what the next one's going to be. I'd love to see them do like Japan with a proper ninja yeah. or something. Yeah, I feel like they're definitely pausing right now because there's quite a few games like that. Yeah, US, what about the like the, the US? Well, they've done that. Have they done the US like yeah, in yeah. Civil War stuff? Because I never played yeah. the... Yeah, that was oh, Assassin's the... Creed 3. Okay, I need to have a look at that. Yeah, I'd like to go and... And also there's I never 4, which was pirates which i haven't played but i'm guessing is around the americas if it's I have no idea i got it but i never played it in fact this doesn't it's wrapping because i got it free with the playstation 4 Actually, do you know what would be really cool would be like south america oh, incas or like and stuff. incas and aztecs and stuff and mayans because yeah. that's very rarely done and i think there's a lot of very cool mythology there that mm. could be very interesting there you go anyway sidetrack yeah <laughs> um neo 2 are you in any danger of finishing that um so neo 2 i would be happy to remove uh because there's yeah i'm not going to finish neo 2 but i will be probably playing the ps5 version when that comes out because i want to play it in in fact i think yeah i think if you upgrade it to the ultimate edition or if i buy the dlcs then i get the upgrade i love it um i'll probably end up playing more neo 1 and neo 2 when it comes on ps5 but uh, yeah, I'm okay with that going. Fine. Can we, um, so we've got, let's just see how many we've got. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. We've got 17. Should we, like, lock in three that we think, well, let's, like, we could always lock in, like, two that we want to get into the top ten. Okay. And then pick apart the rest. I should add at this point, and maybe we should have said this at the beginning, both yeah. Ben and I have written the top three. And we, we're going to reveal what they are at the end to see if we thought the same or if we're mm -hmm. close. Yeah. So if we pick a couple now, it might be obvious what that might be. Yeah. But then we could we could pick, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, Animal know Crossing, that... let's say, I think we probably want in our top ten, right? Yeah. I'd say, like, should we pick... Well, let, let's go and uh, let's say we can. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to make it so it's not too obvious. But well, exactly. That's yeah. why I'm like, maybe we shouldn't do it that way. But then, we're, if we eliminate a couple more, we're going to be 
Um, like if we eliminate Fall Guys, for example, we've only got 16 left. Fine. Let's let look. Okay, I think we can get rid of Persona Five Royal because neither See, of us have played one... it properly. Uh, that's like one I would really like to have on there. In the really? top ten. Yeah, I think but it's such a great it? game. Yeah, I have played Did a lot you... of it. I got an advanced copy from Sega to play, so I'm not I'm not getting paid so to, to, to put this on the top ten. No, <laughs> <laughs> but. I have a special interest in it and I freaking love Persona 5 Royal. So do I. But, okay. But but this is a we're game, getting it, to the point now where this is uh, like, this is the top 10 games of this year that were like the most iconic games of this year. And 90% of Persona 5 was from four years ago. All of, uh, well, pretty much all of Final Fantasy 7. Resident Evil 3, they're, they're like remakes as well. Yeah, but... Demon Souls. Royal isn't a remake, it's like an expansion. That's different. It's not a brand new game. It's like, well, it's an expansion, but you can play the whole game. But it also improves the... Uh, it's in 4K for the first time. And it has other improvements on it as well. I think if we have like a top 10 and we say, you know, this is what we recommend you play that, of the games that came out this year. Not including Persona 5 would be criminal. It would but that's because you probably played it two, two, three years ago when it came out. I know, I played it a fair bit this year. And I'm going to finish it. And that is one of the games that I will I will actually get to the end of. I love Persona 5. I just don't see it on this list. But let's, let's come back it to number it 10. because you want it on there. I do. I'll, put, I'd, I'll be happy with it at number 10. Fine. Resident Evil 3. You can, we can go. It. Come on. You can cut it. Uh, we can cut that one. But it's better than some people have said. Fine. Um, it pains me, but I'm going to say let's cut Demon Souls because it is great and I've, mm-hmm. I've had a brilliant time playing it this year, but I think there are maybe other experiences that are a bit more original or iconic. Yeah, I don't know if I'll end up finishing it. I'm going to force might. you to finish it. <laughs> you will drag me through I it. I will drag you through that myself. Well, that's it. I will. I will finish it if you finish Death Stranding. Oh, it'll happen, don't worry. Good. In three years' time, but it'll happen. Yeah, and that's when I'll finish Demon Souls. Fine. <laughs> okay, Demon Souls, gone. Um, I think we could remove Fall Guys. Agreed. Fall Guys, Fall Guys is one of the most iconic games of the year for like a month. And oh, I wasn't even that. It was like a week for me. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that week. I just feel like it hasn't stood the test of time. As harsh mm. as that is to say, because it is fun, but it was our fad, and I don't think yeah. that it's one of the top games of the year. I like a game that I don't think they've even managed one yet, but I want a battle royale where if you've played it a hundred hours, you've got like the same chance as somebody that's played it for one hour. Whereas with Fall Guys, there are people there that can do the grabbing; they know everything and like how to. Like, I want a game. I want a battle royale where. I can just go in and play. Like if I go in and play Fall Guys now, people are playing it completely different to what they were at the very start. And to me, that's not kind of fun anymore because they're all grabbing me when I'm getting all stressed out. And it's... I'd say it's more even than some others. And also I've oh, just yeah. realized I therefore have played a Battle Royale because I've played Fall oh, Guys. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> so there we go. Um, that's it. Resolution complete already. Um, all right. Bye Fall Guys. It was nice okay. knowing you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, you haven't played Bug Snacks. No. 
And I feel like Bug Snacks might creep into my personal top 10 if I were to do one, but as this is joint, I will let Bug Snacks go. Goodbye, Bug Snacks. Sorry, Bug Snacks. Okay, um, if we're doing that, I will remove. What about getting rid of. Ooh, I hate to say this. Tell me why. It's hard for me to say because I haven't played it. Mm. And it's if they gave you if they gave you more options and like more meaningful choices in that game. Like I love the story that it tells, but if they gave me options to actually change the uh, like the, the course of the story, it would be great. I'll just present it as a visual novel. Don't give me these fake options um, and get and the reveals and stuff were they just didn't I, I, I'm com- completely c- comparing it to um, Life is Strange not Before the Storm because that was shit but Life is Strange the original which was alright there, there was a big reveal in that later on that was great and I loved it this didn't hit that mark in the slightest it was like 1 out of 10 compared to the one in Life is Strange mm. alright um, Worth playing but, for representation, but it doesn't oh yeah. quite hit the top. No. So tell me why he's gone. Go, Fall Guy's gone and Bugsnack's gone. Is that like nearly 10, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Ooh, we've got 12. <sighs> now. Hmm. Uh, I feel like... Okay, <laughs> I tell you what, I if you desperately want to keep Persona 5, mm-hmm. then of these, of two that I haven't played and therefore don't have much of an opinion on, are mm. Ghost of Tsushima and the Rimming game. Mm. Also Immortals, but I have an opinion on that, but I also don't want that. Thing is with <laughs> but I know Ghost, you want that. Thing is with Ghost of Tsushima and third, yeah... Ghost of Tsushima, 13 Sentinels. Out of those two, the one, like I'm about halfway through both of them. And somebody said, what game would you like to play right now? Ghost of Tsushima would be the one I would pick. But that's because you're playing it right now. So you're in the midst of it. But I managed to stop 13 Sentinels and move on and play Immortals Phoenix Rising. I mean, I also but, uh, haven't played Miles Morales, hmm. but I appreciate that that is high for you. And I, I have at least played the the previous game, the, the original Spider-Man. Hmm. So I have a feeling that that's going to be good. And Immortals, I know you want to keep on there as much as I haven't played it. And I feel like I'm going to hate it. I think we should get rid of Spider-Man. <gasps> the reason is the... It doesn't do anything new, which I know you're going to go, wait a minute, you're saying Immortals. Immortals is so blatant in what it copies. It's like a parody at times, and I love that. Whereas Spider-Man Miles Morales is an improved version of Spider-Man, but there isn't really anything new. It doesn't do anything different. I'm shocked. However, on my personal top 10, this... Because I'm going to do, I'm going to write a top 10. I'm going to put it on my website and 
who knows? Spider-Man could be number one. <laughs> but look, because this is why we're doing together. I just feel like Ghost of Tsushima and 13 Sentinels do things that are so different and worthy of being on a list of top 10 games and people should definitely take a look at both of them. Uh, not just visually, like Ghost of Tsushima's music is stunning. The combat, um, I thought the combat was really either difficult or really just awful. <laughs> but then I played quite a bit more of it and I'm like, oh, wait a minute, actually, it's really complex and I've just been playing it wrong. And yeah, like, and 13 Sentinels in itself is just gorgeous. It's like a, a painting, really, and a, and a story that you've got to kind of find the correct uh, the correct path of, of what it is. So I, Spider-Man, it's more Spider-Man, but better. So I don't know if that's worthy for me being on this. All right. Bye-bye, Miles. I'm letting you press the delete button. This is your, this is your choice. It, it'll be there on my top 10, my personal top 10, even though I'm happy to remove it, but it'll surely be on that. Wow. One more. One more. <laughs> um, we, we're avoiding if found. Well, I'm not avoiding if found because I would like to keep it. <laughs> yeah. If found is, is only a couple of hours long and it's the only game this year that's made me cry. Which... You, what, you cried watching a Pixar movie yesterday. Look, I cried watching Soul because it's, it hit me in the soul. Um, just as it found it, it um, it's it's a it's probably my favourite kind of LGBTQ plus game of the year. I would say, um, I guess similar to Tell Me Why, it's a trans story, um, but I feel like If Found has a lot in it that anyone in the LGBT community will be able to relate to in a lot of ways, which is why it got to me. Um, it's and it's a really interesting concept. The fact that you are progressing the story by erasing what's happened so it's like you're erasing identity um as you go along and i think it's just it's a really nice little way of telling a story the story is a touchy mo at times but i think that it's really well told and it's only a couple of hours long but is despite that is is a is an experience that has stuck with me whereas something like one of these others maybe hasn't stuck with me as much as that has. Mm. Okay. I let's keep that then. Okay. Um shall shall we split these into a sort of top half and bottom half? Uh tops and the bombs. And then we can work out which bottom we want to get rid of. <laughs> so many. <laughs> uh what See, I'm, yeah, I'm, look, I don't know. Well, there's like probably, yeah, there's probably like five in the top that we'll want to keep. Should we, should we, should we like bolden the ones that we think are going to be in the top okay, five? Let's, let's so, bold, do we think let's Animal Crossing will be in the top five? Yes. Yes. Persona 5? No. No. Um, Final Fantasy 7 Remake? Yes. Yes. If Found? No. No. Last of Us 2? No. Ghost of Tsushima? No. Uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator? No. Hades? Yes. This is I mean, you can say yes as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... Uh, Flight Simulator, I would say yes. Okay. Hades, I would say maybe, maybe not. Interesting. 
Um, 13 Sentinels? No. Astros? Yes. Oh, top five, okay. Immortals? No. Okay, so we've got two games in the top five. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, um... Um... See, I would put... Like, Astros, to me, is low. Eight, nine. Interesting. It did a lot of good. It was great, but it wasn't that deep. Which it doesn't have to be. Like, it found wasn't... It was only two or three hours as well, but... Uh, and I loved how Ast Astro's Playroom kind of utilized the dual sense. That's pretty much what it was. It was to show off the dual sense controls and... I mean, it's it's a tech demo. Nostalgia. Yeah. I'll give you that. And yeah, it's not that deep. But it also put a massive smile on my face playing it. Like, Me because too, because I just got a PS5. That are so, <laughs> well, yeah, I just spent all that money on a console yeah. and wanted something fun to play. But yeah. like using the controller and little moments like when it rains and all the little mm. effects and all the little nostalgic moments and references... Like, it put a massive smile yeah. on my face. If anybody's got a PS5, you have to play that. And everybody everybody probably already has because it comes free with the console. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that's top five, but maybe, like, number five. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I see all my games right in the bottom five now. Uh, I, <laughs> you could have said yes to something. I think Flight Simulator, top five. Okay. Um, and I'm sure we should probably put Hades in there as well. Because I, I, it's not, I just don't have an urge to play it. Whereas I got addiction. Are you hungry? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the problem with putting your mic a bit higher. It's right. Is it level with your stomach? No, it's level oh. with my mouth. Okay. Um, no, I liked Hades. I just don't really have the urge to play. It. Maybe if, if slash when it comes out on PS5. I will kind of sit back with it more. It's just, I don't like playing it on handheld. We'll play it on the Switch on the TV then. But that just involves <laughs> moving stuff. <laughs> uh, I liked it and I like what they've done with it, but yeah. it's okay. probably Out of all of these games, I think Hades would be top five, yeah. Let me, okay, let me pitch for Hades then at okay. this point. Hades for me this year is a perfect game. Yeah. I think Hades is a perfect 10 out of 10 game. I think you're game. getting confused with uh, Animal Crossing. No. Um, for me, like, in, in every respect, there's, like, I can't, I can't find a flaw with Hades. Mm. I think graphically it looks gorgeous. The art style is amazing. Everyone's hot, which is always a good thing. The music is incredible. I love the gameplay in terms of the combat, no matter which weapon you use, it feels like a slightly different game, but it still feels cohesive as the same experience. Um, I think you can tell that it's been in early access for so long that they've slowly tweaked everything to make it just the most seamless and incredible experience. That, for me, I think makes it a perfect game in the sense that it doesn't have flaws. Has it completely captured my heart? Not quite. But I still think it's a, like a perfect game. And that's why it absolutely should be a top five. Go for it. Yeah. Um, I prefer Dead Cells. But the thing is that I liked about Hades more than Dead Cells, apart from the fact it's got a story, um, is that with Dead Cells, if you've got a really high level, if you've got like the trap or the turret in um, Dead Cells, you get like, if you pick up that weapon right at the beginning or whatever, it's going to be a good run. You're going to get through really far. If you're if you don't get that, or you're maybe not proficient in the weapons it gives you, you know it's going to be a screwed run. However, the with with dead cells you can continuously level up more and more and more. 
and you'll eventually get to a point where it's going to be pretty much a breeze to get through. Whereas Hades, it doesn't feel like that way. It feels like that you do have to kind of spec it out and to think it a Are bit you more. Playing the same game. When you're so, <laughs> what I'm looking is at the bit where you use the purple gems or whatever they're called. You yep. go into the mirror, you look into it, and you have to kind of choose, and then you can unlock two more, and then you, I believe you can unlock like another two, and then it's like maxed out at ten. Is there a way of like const? If I played it so many times, will I get? Is there something that I can put my coins or whatever I've earned into something that will just make it a breeze to get through to the end? Okay. Or is there a thing where you have Firstly, to really spec it out? Firstly, you clearly have not played it enough, so you yeah. need to play more of it, and please do. Secondly, if you want it on easy, you can do God Mode, which basically makes you more powerful every run, if that's what you want. Um, well, no, I would only play in the standard mode, of course. Of course. Um, the mirror, you can level up all those things, and they will help you, but there is an alternate version of each of those things, if you hadn't clocked that yet. Yeah. Um then there is also the ability to level up your weapons, which I don't know if you've unlocked yet. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. So there are there. then, I think, three or four versions of each of the weapons that give you different um, effects. So, and leveling those up is hard because what you get from the bosses is what you use to level up those weapons. So you have to be good to do that, but that will keep you going. There's then um, a little sort of, uh, sort of mission list of different things to complete which also gives you extra things there's then the shop where if you start getting loads of purple orbs and you don't need them anymore you can spend those on other things you do need which is where all these systems start to interlock with one another which is why it's so clever and so well thought out well, I need to get into uh, play that a little bit more then don't I? Yes you do <laughs> Luckily the Switch dock actually I just remembered is set up downstairs because I'm going to be from the 1st of January going to be doing some uh, ring fit every day um Excellent. for just for january until okay. unless i die and then um that will so yeah i can just dock it there fine do so does switch? this mean we have a top oh. five yeah do we by the way do you play it on switch or pc hades uh switch yeah so do you get any like frame rate drops if there's loads of enemies around not that i've noticed they must have patched it then because yeah, yeah i right at the very beginning when it first came out i got that a bit but uh you and your frame rates. You're just you're you're too frame rate sensitive. That's I am. your problem. I like a bit of Digital Foundry. Go and watch some Digital Foundry. That'll turn you into a frame rate geek. All right, all right. Also, I like my blurry vision when I'm spinning around in Bloodborne and some evil guys after me. <laughs> so okay. we have a top five. Then we need to cut something to make a bottom. Oh, uh, well, I feel I'm gonna make. I want to say something controversial. Oh, I think we should remove. The Last of Us 2. Wow. Wow. But actually, is Last of Us 2 worse than Ghost of Tsushima and Phoenix Rising? Right. It's I mean... More f uh, Immortals is more fun. Probably. Like, okay, here's the thing with The Last of Us 2. The Last of Us 2 is... An incredibly well-made game it's very polished again it looks beautiful it plays well it is sort of more the last of us but the story at least takes it into new areas um i it's a game that's sort of stuck with me in the sense that it's very thought-provoking it's not a fun experience it's a game that you play to think what annoyed me about it is that it just hits you over the head with its 
with its themes and its points so much to the point where I'm like, I get it. I don't oh, need I didn't you. get it now. <laughs> it's like, like, oh, wow, really? It's very much like, we're going to make you feel bad for playing this game. We're going to make you feel bad for killing people. We're going to force you to do horrible things and make you feel bad for it. And I'm someone that the more you try and make me feel something, the less I'm going to feel it. So I just felt annoyed by that experience. Mm. And for me, it just really labored its points a bit too much and it dragged things out. But it has still stuck with me. I still think it's a really well-made game. And I think in terms of the games of the year and what has been iconic and what stands out, The Last of Us 2 stands out for me. Now, it's not a top five game for me because I didn't enjoy it enough. But in terms of, you know, you don't have to enjoy a game for it to be an experience that sticks with you. And that has stuck with me. Mm. Yeah. Well... In a year's time, are you still going to be thinking about Immortals Phoenix Rising? Yeah, because I've got the D- I bought the uh, DLC pack. That's so, not what uh, I meant. <laughs> the season pass. I'm going to get my use out of that. <laughs> yeah, are you I'll, still going to be thinking of it. Ghost of Tsushima? Yes, definitely. Ghost of Tsushima, yes. Oh, honestly, the amount of screenshots I've taken in that. I mean, Ghost of Tsushima, I, did, I, I made some notes because when, right, when I was playing it, I'm like, I'm going to forget all of this. Um, but I mean, it is beautiful like every cutscene, every vista like every place i'm traveling not even in a cutscene, is just gorgeous and, and screenshot worthy the music as well is not kind of overbearing it's just it's there and when it is it just it's added it's used to enhance what you're seeing it's not there as like a prime like main point of the whole game which you know you see in some games where they just blast the music at you or they just they use it to uh to try and change your emotions, whereas this, no, this is just to help. Um, if I can explain it right, yeah, like to help the story. It, it it fits in perfectly and adds. You feel like you really are in uh, in Japan back in whenever it's set. Uh, I find that the story in that in Ghost of Tsushima as well is really slow, which I appreciate. Uh, there's no sense of urgency. One thing I didn't like about uh, The Witcher Three was that you are chasing Siri and she's you keep missing her and it wants you to go and pick up flowers for this man's dead wife or something like that <laughs> or whereas this there isn't really a sense of urgency uh obviously you're wanting to to rescue this person or you know it's like the opening cutscene. it's not really a spoiler and but they're in like a prison so they're not going anywhere and you can just go and do whatever to try and improve and to to get better also the game you've got that main story but you've got these other side stories as well which are really interesting they're not side quests they're stories and it tells you similar to what i really enjoyed with destiny 2 weirdly comparing them both they tell you like which quest step you're on so it'll say the tale of this person Mm. and it'll be like you're on quest three of seven and i believe as i'm i'm in like the second area now i think well there are three areas but it, I get the impression that the ending is in the second area, so I don't know what the third area is. I don't know what you do up there. Interesting. But um, it seems that these tales kind of progress to the next area, so you're not going to be... You can't just whiz through them to the end straight away. Um, but they're really, really interesting. Uh, there are side stuff. You know, there's these Tory gates that you have to climb to unlock, and there's these hot springs that you find that improve your health. One of my favorite things is the haiku. So... Haiku five seven five, you know, like a poem, but it's not doesn't rhyme or anything. Mm-hmm. What it does, you sit down and you like meditate, and it's usually in a really serene and beautiful place, as literally everywhere else is. But you look around, and there'll be three options around. It'll be like the sky, 
and it will say something like freedom standing still and then you look at the cliff and it will be an enemy approaches uh one and then like the the sea would say uh whistling away freely whatever and you then choose one of those and then it will look to a different scene and then you pick one of the three that it says and at the end it puts it he, he the person your main character is like says it as a haiku while it's just looking at these beautiful vistas and it's just i was playing this going like this is fucking stunning um and it's something that every time i see one in the game i'm like oh god i need to go there straight away because i want to just experience that and yeah it's i mean i absolutely love that also see, i said before that the combat was messy or i thought i was really bad at it or i needed to level up no it's one of these where you if you want to face somebody, if you face them one-on-one, -on -one, yeah, you can do really well. Um, or two people, you can probably master. But if you start getting surrounded by enemies, you're screwed. And yeah. it's not one way, there's no butter mashing. Because there's so many different types of enemies and different stances. You've got to have a different stance depending on the enemy you're against, if you want right. to break their shields or whatnot. And you can memorize them. There's only four in total. I've only unlocked three, and I'm 20 hours in or whatever. And it's... So it makes you think about that, and you'll try and stealth it. However, they tell you off of doing stealth because it's not the samurai way. You know, you're not meant to be sneaking up behind people and stabbing them. And even in the game, like it'll take you out of it sometimes and go, hey, <laughs> why are you killing all these people from behind? You know, you should be facing them. And quite often when you go and enter an enemy camp or whatever, it'll say standoff and you can have a standoff. And it's literally like a 1v1 where you hold your weapon and you have to let you your whole triangle and you have yeah. to let go just as the enemy's about to swing. And if you do that, it does like a really cool motion where it just instantly kills them. Nice. And I've unlocked it where I can do that. Now I can do it to three people. And I think there's, a, there's an armor set that you can get and level up where it does it to five. So you could like walk into an encampment and kill five people immediately. And Very I just, cool. it just feels, yeah, it feels so, so cool, that game. See, see Ghost of Tsushima is something that I feel like I definitely want to play. I, have, I just haven't got around to it. It feels like I love the, the idea of the setting. And like you say, the visuals and the music and everything sounds incredible. So I, I definitely want to play that. Um, a game on here that I don't particularly want to play is Immortals Phoenix Rising. So I would like for you to sell that to me in 30 okay. seconds. Okay, it's fun. It's a 3D open world game telling the story of Phoenix, who you are at the very beginning. and But it's told through the story of Zeus and Prometheus. Uh, Prometheus is kind of locked up at the top of this mountain. And Zeus is telling the story. Uh, and it, I can't remember what the promise was. It was something like, if you can, if this person can be beaten by a mortal, then he's free or whatever. And, um, but the entire game is being narrated by Zeus and Prometheus and they're quite often bickering to each other. I like the humor. I, I really liked it. I know some people found it a bit too much, but I, I thought the humor was really funny and it, it was, uh, it added a lot to the game. Uh, the dun they have dungeons. So it pretty much is, a parody of Breath of the Wild with a lot of Assassin's Creed stuff in there. There's the, yeah, it really, really, really is. There are four beasts, four gods or divine beasts. Uh, you go and complete those quests for them. It's not a, so whereas in Breath of the Wild, you go and complete a dungeon and then the uh, divine beast is on your side. In this, you have to go and follow the quests that they give you. They're, they're quite interesting and they're very varied. And then at the end of it, there's a dungeon with loads of mechanics and uh, like there's usually a boss in there as well. But it's like these dungeons and this 
story quests all have like a certain theme when it comes to the types of uh, puzzles in the dungeons where it's using this, you know, using a box or whatever, not like levitating things, or it might be using balls to smash through walls and things like this with magnets. It's, if you think like the Zelda, one of the things, criticisms of Breath of the Wild, I think was that there weren't dungeons. This has listened to that and gone, hey, we'll go and add loads of dungeons. And there are, there are loads of dungeons that are puzzles. Some that are including really strong enemies. Quite a lot of them have enemies in them. In fact, I think all of them do but uh, they're not just mechanics. Um, and the dungeons in Phoenix have a lot more depth and you, they make you think a lot more than Breath of the Wild. Don't get me wrong, Breath of the Wild is incredible, 10 out of 10 game. I love it. But I feel like the, dun the dungeons in this are a lot more complex. There's also, uh, yeah, there is the climbing mechanics. Um, there are moments in it where you just go, this is so Breath of the Wild, like you upgrade your stamina. Uh, but... <laughs> and you've got your stamina, you've got your... Uh, you don't have hearts, though. You have uh, blocks of uh, health along the bottom. The... How imaginative. How imaginative. The, there's a Greek... And also there's a Greek god tale everywhere. Like, literally, it's all about Greek gods. I wasn't really following... I know the story. You need to kill this giant beast in the center of the map uh, in a big red uh, volcano Gold. this time, not a castle. Calamity Ganon. <laughs> no, it's uh, Calamity... Uh, I can't remember his name, no. <laughs> but that, that that is pretty much it's such a, a parody of that however and then you just need to get these four people on your sides but as you're doing this you're getting all these tales of um oh athena and uh all like four gods uh, god of war whatever his name is things like this Ares. and it tells you it yeah Ares tells you all of this it runs like absolute butter on the ps5 which i do appreciate i don't play on the switch i've heard meh things about that but also, like, once you've done this, so once you've got the four on your side, it'll say, hey, go and do this other thing. This is when I was like, okay, I've got the four on my side. I'm going to finish this game tonight. I didn't realize, like, there's a whole, whether well, I knew there was a whole new area, but I was like, I wonder what that's for. Yeah, they send you to a whole new area to go and, and have a complete different landscape, completely different um, setting, new challenges. You're pretty much using all the challenges you've got uh, to get to the top of this mountain. And then you get like the ending, but I just, yeah, it's, it just, it, it's a fun game. You've got all these wonderful things. So you stand at the top of these God statues and then you can highlight on the map where various things are. Once you you've, can glide off it, you can glide off it. Uh, yeah. Like, okay. Okay. That was far longer than 30 seconds. Everything yeah. you've said makes it sound like a ripoff of breath of the Wild. Like it's oh, it just is. a poor man's Zelda. And but therefore no, why, I don't feel be... like. But it's, it's fun. an original game that is worthy of inclusion here. Well, I think it's a lot of fun. I had so much fun playing that game from start to finish. I finished it in three days and I put nearly 30 hours in it. Sometimes you just want a game that's fun. You don't want, you don't want a game that's... You want a game where you can butter mash... We're not just talking about what's a fun experience. We're talking about what is the best possible, most iconic game of this year. Isn't this just what games that we've enjoyed? No. <laughs> oh, we we do it. This is the objective best games of yeah. uh, of twenty twenty from the ones that we've enjoyed. Okay, uh, so I think I'll make a choice between Immortals and Persona Five. I'm going to keep. Okay. I am going to keep. I'm going to keep Persona Five. Okay. So I just want to say, 
That was the correct It choice. is a lot. <laughs> Phoenix Rising, Immortals Phoenix Rising is a lot of fun. I'm going to, I'm looking forward to the expansions because apparently they involve like different characters in a different place. So it's like something completely different. I'm, I recommend it wholeheartedly. I know other people who I've recommended this to and have bought it are loving it. And it's I, just fun. I will play it. I think my, my problem is that I, I, I love Zelda and I love that style of game. And when another game comes along that sort of copies the Zelda style, I'm either going to love it and be like, this is brilliant because I love the gameplay or I'm going to hate it because I'm like, it's too similar to Zelda and it's not doing its own thing enough. Like Okami is a phenomenal game because it takes the formula but puts its own spin on it. Everything I've heard about Immortals just sounds like it's just copying Zelda and not doing anything else. And that's why I want to play it, but I'm loath to try it. Yeah, it improves upon it. Like these dungeons are, that are, they're like a lot, some of them are are guarded. So some of these dungeons are guarded by enemies. There's also some way you can unlock this chest, but you have to solve a puzzle that's literally there. And you have to like look at it and think about it and and how it's done. They're just puzzles everywhere. The the game is a puzzle game. That's what Immortals Phoenix Rising is, which Breath of the Wild wasn't. It was more about exploration. This is not about exploration. Everything there you can see. Um, whereas, that, and that's like the biggest difference. Obviously, there's the Fine. Greek gods and there's an actual story, although the story is not amazing. And there's a bit of a grind. That's the one thing I wasn't a big fan of. I actually lowered the difficulty to easy against the final boss because I was like, I'm not grinding to. Oh, it was grinding. You didn't have to grind in Zelda, did you? <sighs> no, but your weapons uh, remain the same in this. In this game, you don't know uh, exploding weapons or... Uh... Okay, you, you've already cut it. Let's cut it before we continue <laughs> arguing about what it is. It's, um, but yeah, anybody... It should get definitely get a, um, an honourable mention. It's number 11. Fine. Okay, 11. Right, our top 11. Okay, okay. so we have our top 10 at uh, in release order. Animal Crossing New Horizons, Persona 5 Royal of the Royal, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake... If found, The Last of Us 2, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, which is how you pronounce it. I focused a hundred times last night when I was listening to in the game them talking about it. Uh, and every single character pronounce it Tsushima. So, not Tsushima, Tsushima. And uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator, Hades, 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim, and Astro's Playroom. Goodbye, immortals. Goodbye, immortals. You were fun. So, as you've been so kind to remove that i i will do you a favor and say if found can be number 10 yay you know what i'll end up playing this in the next few days i'll be like what the fuck why do we put it at number 10 it's amazing you probably will but <laughs> yeah i will i will do you that and say if found okay. can be number 10 right well, so if well if you're very kindly doing that i will put um final fantasy 7 remake at number nine no <laughs> that is already in the top five. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, let's put uh, Persona 5. The Royal, I think it's called The Royal. Let me go and get the exact name because we want to make it correct. Uh, yes. Five. It's, yeah, it's called... So the, the fandom thing calls it Persona 5 Royal. Um, but I'm pretty sure on the game it's called The Royal. I've never we'll heard Royal. it called The Royal apart from when you've said that. Like, look at, let me find the logo. I'll show it on screen as well. Which I can't see, but yeah. Uh, oh, they must have changed it. Maybe it was originally called The Royal and then they changed it. Yeah, because the box art here I'm looking at is actually, it says Royal. But then it's called, 
Oh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Let's move on. Yeah, it's a great game to play it. Um, is it okay. Royal or The Royal? It's... Oh, it, only in Japan it's called The Royal. There you go. There you go. Okay. We, we play, I played the English version. Yes. British, British That's version. That's what we're judging. That's what we're judging. <laughs> uh, let me just make this look a little bit fancier. So, one... Oh, shit. Um, God damn it. So, one... No, I pressed enter and it just disappeared. Oh. One... Two... Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There. Now we'll put. Yeah, if found here. Persona five. No, royal. Royal. And right. Okay, so we've. Okay, I feel like number eight is going to be a choice for you in terms of between the others. Mm. Just in that I haven't played the others. So for me, The Last of Us 2 would probably be number six. Okay. Out of... But I'm happy for you to put it as seven or eight if you think the other games are better. Yeah. Um, I think... It's like <laughs> some of these games are more fun to play and some of them are technologically amazing and some of them are like an art style that I appreciate. I I would put 13 Sentinels below Ghost of Tsushima. The reason is that I think Ghost of Tsushima has a lot Tsushima has a lot more going for it. Whereas 13 Sentinels, what it does is beautiful. Um, like it's it's pretty much a story. There's two parts of it. It pre presents it as three, but the third's just like an encyclopedia. So it's like there's a story based visual novel with like a mystery and like every single time there's something kind of new and revealing and it, let's say it just does reveals a lot better than uh, tell me why mm -hmm. at the beginning you've got these like prologues you just play through them from start to the finish they're usually about 10 15 minutes each, 10 or 15 minutes each for each of the 13 characters although i haven't unlocked all 13 yet because i think there's they don't just pile all 13 right at the very beginning yeah but then afterwards you continue their story and it tells you like what percentage they're on and you have to get through their sex. So I was hoping it was just going to be quite linear and I could enjoy the story. But no, you've got to work out which is the correct path to go through and which things you need to say at, at specific points. Okay, That's cool. I like that actually, you know, thinking about it, it's got more... Yeah, you're because you're playing through things again and again, it's getting more ingrained into your head because it's a complicated story with time traveling and time shifts and, and various things like this. So it is quite complicated in, in terms of that. The style is like a painting. Like it's a vanillaware style, beautiful. The animations as well are like a some kind of manga come to life. Um, mm -hmm. Stunning like that. Uh, also, you can choose what story you progress through. So you can choose which Sentinel you want to go and look at. And if you play a bit and get to like a dead end, you can go and play through a different person's perspective, maybe that you encountered in that story and see what they were up to. Um... And the voice acting's great and great story, but like that's, it's a good game, but you want to kind of sit down and play it for a while. And I think it's like a good 30 odd hours and, or maybe you know, 20 to 30 hours. I'm a little bit lost with what's going on. It does tell you when you're about to go into their story, like at the top, it tells you what they did last. And I'm a, yeah, maybe I just need to play it a bit more to really grab it, but let me I... throw something else at you, and that mm. is that The Last of Us 2, I mean, both of us have played, but we've also both finished. So you have a complete mm. view of The Last of Us 2. 
Yeah. 13 Sentinels or Ghost of Tsushima could suddenly turn awful at the end. Yeah. Or you could decide... Or the other way around. It could go the other way around, mm. but it could be, oh, actually, this is really dragged out or something like that. At least you can give a final verdict on The Last of Us 2. I feel that Ghost of Tsushima might be a little bit repetitive by the end. Um, like The stuff that I'm doing right now isn't. But I know that in the next area, there's more of the same because it's told me. Okay. So I would put Ghost of Tsushima there at number eight. Even though I just said a few seconds ago that I would put Thinning <laughs> Sentinels higher. But no, you did remind me that there is a bit of repetition in this. Okay. And as much as I'm loving it right now, there might be a point where I go, you know what? I'm just going to kind of race to the end, which is what I did really with um, Immortals Phoenix Rising. So I was like, okay, I don't want to do any more grinding or any more of the same stuff. I just want to get to the end. Yeah. Um, okay. So in which case, we're doing Ghost of Tsushima 8. Yeah. Do you want Rimming at 7 and The Last of Us 6? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I love 13 Sentinels and so far, maybe when I finish it, it'll be higher than The Last of Us 2. But um, like The Last of Us 2, I enjoyed. I played through it on stream in like two, three days. The people that were in my chat that watched it with me and played it with me, well, not played it with me, but like were there. Because it wasn't. I think it was just after I got partnered on Twitch. So I was like, okay, I'm going to play something different from Animal Crossing. Something very, very different from Animal Crossing uh, for a little while. Just a bit. And it really, uh, I mean, it definitely was. But I think people loved it. And it was a great story to be told. All right. Top five. Now, from what we were saying earlier, I feel like we both agreed that Astro was five. Yeah. Do you still surprised. feel that way? Uh, yeah, definitely. Okay. So, Astro. Especially after hearing your uh, call for Hades. <laughs> okay. Um, now, I feel like our top two is going to be very similar. Let's, let's wait for those. Yeah. So and what, therefore, I, think... I am going to say, as I've done a call for Hades, what's your call for Flight Simulator? It is genius. It's one of these games. I've mentioned it before on a previous podcast, <clears throat> like of, of why I, I love it. But it's, you can go anywhere in the world. And it looks like what it does there. Like, I could literally start in a on an aeroplane field about, uh, like, in a field, literally, uh, a landing strip. 50 meters from my parents' house. And I've flown around my parents' house on there and seen it. It's just a technological masterpiece. And the fact that this is coming to Xbox Series X and probably S as well, although that's interesting to see how it runs on there, yeah. on both of them. Like this is going to be a game that is going to be around for about 10 years. And at the end of these 10 years, yeah, it will be incredible to see. But this is like, this is the year that it launched. And what they've done already is just phenomenal. Like the, the flight, like the airplanes in this look so beautiful um it's like a forza type it's like the forza of uh airplanes it's stunning and i just know just the ability to go wherever you want it's so free and you know me i love my kind of relaxing chilled games death stranding wandering around uh ghost of tsushima and 13 sentinels is kind of chilled as well this is the ultimate chill game you just go and get an airplane you can stick on autopilot fly wherever you want and you're you can look outside, look at the ground and be like, you know what? That's what it looks like. You know, when I'm flying, if I was flying over this place, that's what it looks like. Yeah, you can get that from Google Maps. 
but in this game you are literally there i went to barcelona where i used to live my pc hated that oh my god <laughs> so because it was so uh, populated and uh but like you you can see the whole city there from your airplane and anybody can play it you don't need to you can put on all the assists and stuff i've got a joystick on it it's, it's not difficult at all you just you know go forward turn off the brakes Point and go. exactly and it'll give you a little and it gives you help and then you've got like the air traffic control that does so interestingly enough you can turn on your ai to react to the air traffic control which is really interesting because then you've got them speaking to you and then you can hear yourself <laughs> oh there's the AI, ai kind of asking for clearance to land and you feel like you are really flying an airplane but i just it's number one is beautiful two it's a technological masterpiece that they've rendered the entire world yeah, you can go anywhere. I could put a pin anywhere in the world and I could go to the exact point where that pin goes and it will be a pretty much a very accurate replica of what that place looks like, at least with the topography, I believe that's the phrase. That is the phrase. Yeah. So, or the word. Um, and I just, I just love that idea. And they keep releasing, they're constantly releasing more detailed areas, like detailed countries. So to go with the Tokyo Game Show, they released one for Japan where they went and now you can do a tour there's like a two-hour tour of japan and they'll give you it and they go and explain things as you're flying around it um it's like go here to here and then you can see this shrine and you can see this area and here's tokyo and all this stuff whereas and then they did one for the us and i think very recently they released i don't know if it's i think i haven't updated it enough in a couple of weeks but they've released one for the uk and i'm looking forward to doing that where they they're like okay we've used our modeling we've got everything pretty much correct but now we're going to focus on these certain areas to make them to be like have the airports be very accurate and also these locations i don't know if they've improved london because i know buckingham palace was a block of flats but i don't Great. i believe <laughs> as it <yeah>. should be <laughs> exactly yes uh, for homeless people <laughs> Yeah, I know it would be great, but I think they've. I don't know if they updated London because there's also a marketplace where you could buy an updated London. So they've okay. allowed it where people, where de developers can design their own stuff in the game and then put it on the marketplace for you to to buy. So it's like a big community thing that's come together. Okay, but I don't know if they. So I don't know if they've updated London. I imagine that they would have done because that's like the first thing that anybody I think in London would have done. Of course, gone flying now, around it. Everything that you've just said sounds to me like it is technically a great experience. Yeah. And as the title says, it is a simulator. Mm -hmm. And that is impressive. But does that make it a fun, original gaming experience? Well, original, yes. Gaming experience? It depends. What is a game? Does it need end, an end oh, to it? We're going to philosophy now. <laughs> but it's definitely uh, unique. I mean, the this kind of naturally... I mean, obviously, yeah, there's games that have uh, stuff that's uh, procedurally generated, but this is something different. This is using the real-world data where you can fly anywhere. You can even follow... Like, you've even got the uh, actual flights that you can have. So flights that are going on right now. You can have the current weather. So where you're flying, it will take the weather from that location and put it into the game. So, and you can actually see other flights that are uh, taking off and landing. Like, I turn a lot of this off because my computer can't quite run it. Uh, but yeah, just yeah, flying flying through a thunderstorm when you know right now there is a thunderstorm in that area in the world. And then there's the, I mean, I, I 
started when I did Jetstream as one of the flights was at dusk as the uh, sun was setting and let's just say my, my PC got to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to do it during the middle of the day with the <laughs> sun and no clouds because it just couldn't handle yeah. it. I just wish I had a PC that was able to put that in uh, uh, ultimate mode because it's just, it's the amount of detail in that is second to none in what it does. And, and the freedom, because was... you get, so you get like the beauty of Last of Us 2 and Ghost of Tsushima is more art style, but like Last of Us 2, it's a realistic look. It's stunning, but it's very kind of, you must go along this path. Whereas Flight Simulator makes it look beautiful from wherever in the world you want to go. You can go to Antarctica, fly over there if you want. Now, is there also an emotional, because I feel like we're getting, you know, the top games for us. I feel mm -hmm. like there needs to be an emotional attachment there. And I feel like with, with Hades, for instance, I feel like it is a perfect 10 out of 10 game that is deserving of absolutely top four. Um, it doesn't quite, I don't quite have the emotional attachment to it, but I think it's a perfect game. Yeah. Um, Flight Simulator, are you saying that there is an emotional attachment there because of experience or because of jet streamers or whatever yeah. else that makes you feel like you want it in your top three well i love i loved it before jet streamers was a thing like i wanted to play it and it was my love for this game that and anticipation for it like i've been wanting this for ages i love flight simulator games i played it on my dad's windows 95 and like the shittest thing ever um and like one of the reasons why i brought in jet streamers was a it'd be cool because i love podcasts Hello. <laughs> and also I wanted to incorporate Flight Simulator as well. And I was like, I love these two things, put them together. It's great. So it's, it's I don't love it because of Jetstreamers, but Jetstreamers happened because I was so interested in it. And I just love, I just love the ability to go anywhere. I've said it before, but like one of my dreams is what they do in Flight Sim, but have it as like GTA. So you can yeah. go anywhere in the world but you're a pedestrian you can walk around I, I'm, who knows maybe in the future they'll have some kind of uh, update Life where simulator. you can well <laughs> who knows in the future with flights and maybe you'll have a person like where you can walk around the airport you know like you go into a lounge yeah. or whatever who knows in 10 years you see the progression that games make and i just think maybe if they do these giant updates they'll have a potential to be on a, a future game of the year list like an expansion for example destiny 2 if it was an amazing expansion, it could have quite easily been on this top 10. But I just, yeah, what they've managed to do so far is uh, really, really phenomenal. So are you saying that you want Simulator at three and Hades at four? Oh, I mean, for me, Simulator Flight Sim will be higher than Hades. But... But... I haven't played enough of Hades and what you said about it earlier really did make me want to go and play it right now this evening when I go downstairs <laughs> uh, and I probably will. So I'm happy with, I think Flight Simulator at four is a fantastic place for that to be. Okay. Because it's, it's hard for me because I haven't played it. Mm. Um, but you've seen it. I you've probably seen it more than I've played Hades actually. If probably. you've watched a few jet streamers. I feel impassioned about Hades, but if you're more impassioned about Simulator than... I could accept that. But if you're happy with Flight Simulator at four, then and Hades three? Things Hades I I first played in twenty eighteen when it got released on early alpha in early access. 
So maybe that's why I haven't got into it too much. And I feel like it's, I mean, I didn't play it then, but I feel like from early access to now, it has really, I imagine it has changed a lot. And mm. I think that you would go back to it now and see all the little tweaks they've made to just smooth out and interlock all the systems, which yeah. is what makes it such an incredible experience because it's just so, so well crafted, which is what I really appreciate about it. Okay, yeah, let's um, let's do it. It's kind of, a, it's maybe a bit predictable, but let's put... Um... We Hades can be predictable. That's fine. at number three and Flight Simulator at number uh, four. Yeah. It makes me wonder, before I write my top ten, I want to go and play a, like at least another 15 hours of Hades. Definitely. How many hours did it take you to get your first uh, complete run through? Oh, like two. No, it took me... <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd say maybe eight, nine. Oh, okay. Maybe. I, know somebody, I saw somebody that was on like 53 hours and they hadn't got to the end. i mean that that's strange i would say but it... oh, maybe it was 53 minutes maybe that's what it said on the top maybe that was their run no because they said they'd done like 50 odd runs of it i don't know i mean you, you can do a lot of runs um mm. like and and you will get better and better at it so yeah i tried it handheld and, and i couldn't get past the first boss so i was like okay right i'll uh wait yeah, to definitely play, on. play it on a big screen it's deserving yeah. okay we are down to our top two now, so do you want me to make my case for both of them and then you make your case and we decide? Uh, yes. Or have you made your mind up already? I mean, I've made up my mind up. I've made my mind up, but I want to see what you would say. Okay, fine. Because I think we might have the same, but... Yeah. Okay. This depends if I'm voting with my head or with my heart. <laughs> mm -hmm. Because if I'm voting with my head, it's Animal Crossing. Because for me... 2020, you know, for a lot of people has been a really shit year. And I think when we look back at this year, we're going to remember it for the lockdown, for all the stuff that's happened. And we're going to remember this one game that brought joy in this sea of awfulness, um, that brought together communities, brought people together. Um, Phoenix, we, this... we put that at number 11. Uh... Ha, ha, ha. Um, it brought people together and was this really beautiful experience in a really shit year. Mm. And I feel like that Animal Crossing even now is still relevant and is still, I think, is like the iconic game of the year. Yeah. Um, that said, it's something that I personally have dropped off of. Mm. And I know that's probably more down to me than the game, just because I apparently don't have the creativity to stick with it. No, um, I think I would have done if I hadn't streamed it. If I hadn't streamed Animal Crossing, if I didn't stream it now... Honestly, there's no way I'd be playing it. <laughs> like yeah. I play it because I stream it and there are people who enhance that. Like literally the community make Animal Crossing New Horizons. Make like I've played 1,350 hours of that this year since March. Yeah. One that is like triple my most played game, which was Final Fantasy 14 before that. That's triple the amount of hours I've spent on that. Yeah. And it's the community, but it's the community that's made it fun. Absolutely. And I feel like if I'm voting with my head and I'm voting with what the world and the community would think of as an iconic game for the year, it would be Animal Crossing. If I'm voting with my heart and what me personally, what I enjoyed, it's Final Fantasy VII Remake without a shadow of the doubt. Because, mm. and, I, and I admit that it's not a perfect game at all. I think there are moments where it's, you know, it's dragged out, that it doesn't necessarily need to be dragged out. 
I personally didn't like the ending that much, but I'm intrigued to know where it's going to go. Mm. Um, but, and I fully admit that this is this is completely because of nostalgia that's talking. But for me, it took an experience that I already loved and turned it into something completely new. And one of my favourite things in it was just looking up, because mm. you know, in when you played it yeah. in the original, it was all static screens, um, static backgrounds. You couldn't move a camera, and suddenly it was being able to look around and fully experience this world that was so incredible back in the day and has just been updated into something just so gorgeous. Um, it looks incredible. It takes all the characters you know and love, gives them even more backstory. Um, the music is so stunning, um, as we talked about last week. Um, and it's a game that just really hit me in the heart that I was like, I just love this game. I had so many moments with it where I felt like, I just love this, even though it's flawed, even though it's not perfect in the way that Hades is beautifully crafted. It has its flaws, but it's just, it's the game that has stuck with me all year that I think I really want to go back and play that again. Mm. Oh, if and they bring out for me, a, that's, uh... why it's, that's why it's my personal top from my heart rather than my head. Okay, well... Animal Crossing is a game I had absolutely no idea I would enjoy. I was talking earlier about Doom Eternal. So Doom Eternal came out 11pm. I'm not sure why. I think it's because it was like a European store release. And so Probably. obviously, yeah, CET, we, we got it at 11. Played it. And then somebody, Nuroxin, he had gifted me a copy of Animal Crossing. Because I'd said before, like, well, I'm not going to buy that. Because all these really good games coming out. And uh, Animal Crossing was one that wasn't really on my radar. I looked at it and thought, that was boring. But I got gifted a copy and an hour in to like, yeah, an hour into Doom Eternal, Animal Crossing was released at midnight. I'm like, okay, well, I like that level. <laughs> I want to go to bed with a low heart rate. So I'm going to go and play something yes. like Animal Crossing. Advised. Played it. Played it for about an hour and a half, two hours or so. Enjoyed it. Thought that was kind of, okay, that's fun. It's got stuff that, you know, I can, I can go along with. One of the reasons I actually didn't like flight, um, Animal Crossing, as I'm looking at Flight Simulator right now, uh, one of the things I didn't like about Animal Crossing was like a ro the rolling pin style. Like I wanted a world where you could maybe True. turn around and, and see this. About 30 minutes of playing that game, I totally went off that. Because <laughs> you can also you can actually turn the camera to be like top, not top down, but you know, the Pokemon style. Closer, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you can Which do that. Which is what the original game was. Okay. I so the first game, the first game was, was very top down. And I think it was one of the DS ones. I think that they changed it to that sort of revolving thing, which is probably yeah. a, a graphical thing because the DS couldn't handle it as well. Yeah. Um, and now you can do both. Yeah, and I liked it. And yeah, you can turn around, I mean, inside the houses. But I was like, okay, this is kind of interesting. I enjoy the fact that I can, yeah, that there's always stuff to do. And there's always stuff to do and it rewards you for doing all this stuff. It'll always give you things. It'll give you maybe an item or it'll give you the ability to to te well terraform later on but every day it was kind of a new excitement uh, like a new thing of like oh what's going to happen today what are they going to give me now they don't really do that now it's there's i mean there's these events that come through but what i loved is like the second day i played it i went in and there were like double the amount of people i would normally expect <laughs> in my chat normally in my like when i my average viewers were about 20 22 20 22 animal crossing came out and Every single stream, it was just getting higher and higher. Um, I had some great, some very, very generous raids. Uh, one I remember by Toph. And uh, people were, 
doing it. And then I was like, wait a minute, I'm playing this game. I'm enjoying it. It's quite addictive. And I'm seeing more and more people return. Then I had the idea of like, let's do some like game shows. Let's have our own fun in this game. So I was adding it. The community was joining in. The community was growing. The game, I was really actually enjoying it. And it was the first game ever, I think, that I've played on more than like three streams in a row, four streams in a row. Because I used to just flit around all the time. Yeah. Uh, but this is one of the first games where I was like, hey, you know what? I want to play it again. I want to play it again. I want to play it again and see what happens. And the community was growing. And the, like this game has been like my game as a streamer, like not just game of the year, but as a streamer, this has become kind of the game that I just now love. There are definite moments where I'm like, oh, I'm like running out of ideas. What am I going to do? Or I just don't feel like playing it. And then I go into it and then, you know, it's changed. Or at certain points, maybe on a stream where I go, okay, I don't really know what I'm going to do now. Uh, I don't want to start something completely fresh. But yeah, this game has changed so much for me personally. The game itself, if we're going to be like all critique okay, yes, there are issues with it. The online is terrible. Uh, the graphics maybe aren't the most incredible. There's definite frame rate issues when you put down stuff. Uh, which really bugs me and i'm hoping that if they ever bring out switch pro that will all be fixed but i don't know if it's like a game thing or if it's a console thing um and yeah there are oh, by the way i just got a message from your boyfriend um tell my boyfriend he will be single soon and i'll eat the pasta great <laughs> uh, but like yeah animal crossing is for me is a personally like it's like it's my game i like to think of it now yeah i see that However, Final Fantasy VII Remake is a game that I was looking forward to for ages because you know me. I love a beautiful game and I love a game with beautiful music. And I played uh, a fair bit of the original. I've got way past what they go up to in the remake, but obviously it's very, very different, this game. And I was like, mm-hmm. wait a minute, there's side quests in Midgar. The characters look stunning in ball they more ways than one and i played it the opening scene and the opening couple of missions which i remembered from playing because i'd only played uh well i played the original opening a couple of times and then i've also uh, so i played it like three or four times in total um and just never really stuck with it but i was like oh my god i remember this and look how it's just rendered here and how gorgeous everything is i immediately went and bought the soundtrack uh, I got it imported from Japan. It cost me like £70 or something like this. Eight CDs, beautiful art book. We spoke about this in the um, award show we last did. week. Like I said, my brother, my older brother, is um, he uh, he actually bought the soundtrack from Japan of the original game uh, when it came out. So that's an interesting uh, kind of correlation. But like just this game, when I was, list- I was li- like listening to the music when Aerith's theme kind of hits when you meet her for the first time, when she's picking up the flowers and you have to protect her from these ghosts that were not in the original, as far as I'm aware. Nope. Or not even later <laughs> on. Not. And yeah, I just loved every second from start to finish. I loved the combat. I thought it was deep enough that it wasn't, it wasn't like Persona, uh, Persona oh God, what am I talking about? It wasn't like Final Fantasy 15 where it's kind of button mashing. I was up in the air and I had no idea yeah. what I was doing and half my hits weren't even hitting. But it, it was more like Kingdom Hearts. I don't know if have you played Kingdom Hearts three. Yes, it was like that, but well, with not three. But yeah, okay, yeah, Kingdom Hearts three. I don't know about the other two. It was a while ago since I played, but Kingdom Hearts three, 
it felt a little bit more like that. Um, but then with added bits where it'll slow down if you're going to be choosing some magic or you need to choose some healing items and you know you go for these weak spots and i know i found all of the battles whether i was just against one person which could also be deadly <laughs> as much as a, a boss fight there's yep. some later on where you, there's these dogs and oh my god they just take forever unless you've got like the right person attacking so that like, the combat itself was stunning but yep. oh that story i want to play it again i would love i'm going to say it again a playstation 5 uh kind of update to it with 60 fps um 4k because it's just an absolute stunning i also want them to get rid of that stupid pull-up challenge because that made me want to kind of turn the game off <laughs> yeah i mean so, i played it on my original ps4 and it was taking off i had to play the game with headphones on because it was so loud i couldn't hear the tv um <laughs> so yeah again i want to play it again on, on ps5 and experience it and you'd feel like the fact <sighs> that there's a second one coming out one day that they would release a a patch for it so people could be like hey you can play you've got your ps5s you can play the original if you didn't play it and now there's part true. two coming out soon true and then they'll so do a wait. part you know 10 box set or whatever it's gonna be yeah i don't know i don't mind like they could just keep <laughs> continuing like just keep releasing bits after this game and you yeah. know completely go off from where the original story was i'll be fine with it i'm just i just enjoyed playing it and Weirdly, like the, my favorite mission in that is the one where you're just sneaking into the house, because there's no there's no combat in it. Or there is a little bit, mm -hmm. uh, but like later on. But just that moment, you just there's so much story in that, and it's rare to get a game that's got. Usually, you get something that's either really good story or great battles and really complex battle systems. Last of Us had the story, uh, the combat. I don't even remember about yeah. uh, the Last of Us. Hades has maybe more. It's a mix, but like yeah, it's a um, mix actually. I'd be surprised. I'd, the combat from what I played didn't seem super super complex. It was a bit of butt mashing. Mm, a bit depends what um, depends what weapon, but yeah. Yeah, and there's something like Microsoft Flight Simulator. Obviously, there's no story, but the combat. <laughs> the combat's amazing. Uh, the technical the, the technical <laughs> part of that is really good. But, but like Final Fantasy VII just ticks every single box. Every box. Oh. Yeah. And oh. And also the dance bit where you get the honeybee in. I just feel like they did that so respectfully. Yeah. But also, um, oh, it was just That's amazing. the thing. It's it's how it took the original, but it updated it in a way mm. that makes sense for today. So yes. it's not just, you know, you were joking earlier on two hours ago when we started this good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, about like remakes. Mm. And it's like, but it is. Yeah, I was only joking on you. <laughs> oh, I know you were. But it's, it is its own experience that they've taken it and made it into something new. That mm -hmm. makes sense for today, and that's that's why I think it's so well done. It's so respectful, so well crafted. What shall I tell you? What I would put as my number one Final Fantasy, my number one game for split the screen. Like I say, it might not be my number one game when I write up and because I'm I'm not going to do one until I've finished. Uh, or either I'll, either finish or put down Ghost of Tsushima, and I want to play a lot more Hades before yep. I do my own top ten, and I'll play Found as well. I would put my number one game as Final Fantasy VII remake. Agreed. Well, that was easy. It was. I think we already knew that, didn't we? <laughs> I think we knew that. <laughs> it's yeah, taken that's... us two hours to admit what we could have literally done right at the very yeah. beginning. Because nobody cares about the, the two to ten. It's all about what's number. Uh... What's number one? Yeah. Now I've got a feeling you might have already you might have guessed this top ten. Um, I 
would have guessed the top five at least. Mm. And I wasn't sure about some of the others, what would be in or not. I have, in the process of all of this, remembered another game that we haven't included. Oh my god, which one? But it's a game that didn't technically come out this year, which is okay. Among Us. Oh, of course, yeah. So I feel like honorable it's too late honorable mention. In- honorable mention. I feel like it's too late to include. Yeah. It's been it's definitely been an iconic game of this year, but it also definitely. didn't come out this year technically. So honorable mention Among Us, definitely. No, no, that is another. As we we talked about, was it? Did that win our like best streaming game or? Yes, we did include it in the awards. So mm. we should Which have gone through it? that list. <laughs> it's um. Oh wait, no, that's the wrong game, one. I think. Best streaming game. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I think. Among Us definitely deserves a, an honourable mention. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's go and lock all of these in. And so, is this mention. the point where we reveal our personal top three and if we guess correctly? Yes, it is. And I, we didn't. Well, the three was totally wrong. Well, My number one. What was your number one? Okay, my number one was Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yep, same here. My number two was Animal Crossing. Same here. And my number three was Hades, which means you are incredibly easy to manipulate. Oh, I knew you'd put Hades. (laughs) I put Final Fantasy VII, Animal Crossing, and Persona 5 Royal. (laughs) Random. Okay. Because looking at that, I was like, that game is brilliant. And um, yeah, and it was. I'm glad it got, I'm glad it's in the top 10 because it deserves to be in there. Just to prove it. I wrote it yeah. there. Look at that. I'm not cheating. No. Oh, but, but I knew that I think, from the beginning. I knew you were gonna. I knew you want. You would have put Hades three because I think that's everyone's top three. Um, yeah. But oh, I could. I could have quite easily. You know, I, in my head, I was like, "Am I going to kind of scupper your plans by really fighting for Flight Simulator at three? But I'm. <laughs> the way you talked about Hades and the fact that it seems like there's lots that I haven't encountered yet that i really want to encounter makes me think that hades is going to overtake dead cells as my favorite um roguelike game i think it will i think you just give it to give it a week mm. and next week also, you'll, you'll come back next week and you can tell me about hades and your thoughts I and if you want to bump it off the list then yeah. it's not happening now but you can try <laughs> i also love um greek gods i find greek gods and tales uh, mythology a lot more interesting than norse Oh, Which see, I know I'm you're the, the opposite. Op- I am yeah. the opposite. I am the opposite. That's why I'm loving Valhalla. But if yeah. we're going to pick a Greek game, I'm glad it's Hades and not Immortals. Yeah. So our top well, 10. Number so let- 10, If Found. 9, Persona 5 Royal. 8, Ghost of Tsushima. 7, The Rimming Game. 13, Six- Sentinels, Aegis Rim to anybody on the podcast. <laughs> Six, The Last of Us 2. Five, Astro's Playroom. Four, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Three, Hades. Two, Animal Crossing New Horizons. And number one, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Our game of the year is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Was that what you expected at the beginning of the year? I mean, you weren't in a podcast, but uh, would you ever, do you think that would have been, was that your most anticipated game of the year? Um, I think it probably was, yeah. And it lived up to expectations. Between that and The Last of Us. And that lived up to expectations far more than The Last of Us did. Yeah. I liked it. I liked Last of Us too. I enjoyed the story. Um, thing is, I wasn't... Um, oh, yeah. I didn't tell you my controversial take of The Last of Us 2. Which is? Quickly. I didn't I didn't love the original. Okay. End the podcast. We're done. <laughs> I'm out. I liked it. I enjoyed <laughs> it. I just... 
I, I, everyone played. I played it saying, and everyone was going, it's the greatest game of all time. I played it's it and gone, okay, it's a good story. I prefer Red Dead Redemption. Grim Fandango. <laughs> oh, God. Great. Well, I'm glad that we agree <laughs> on the top. <laughs> what a great list that is. Don't worry, next year I'm, I'm sure we'll that. do like our top 10 uh, games of all time. And that'll be a lot oh, more God. controversial. Let's not tempt that. Oh, that'll, be, that'll be another 10 hours. Yes. No one needs to see that. Anyway, we did double what we said we'd do. It's now been uh, two hours. It has. Um, oh, it's now 2021. Happy New Year, Ed. Oh, Happy New Year. Is it? <laughs> no. It, it, no. Not if I start this at 7pm. Fine. Okay. Um, please stick around because I'm definitely going to be playing something. I think... Well, it depends how much gin I've had during the, uh, during the playing of this. A lot. Thing is... Um, Twitch Sings ends tonight, New Year's Eve. So well, you, um, you better get some in then, hadn't you? Exactly. And uh, you better I, go and let you get on with it. I'll get be prepared, ready. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much. Um, there's a. F I've got a feeling that uh, I just got an image from Moni of a website, so that might be oh. very, very soon that it uh, gets launched. Who knows? And yeah, I'm very happy with that top ten. We'll be back next thursday for a live podcast just like this will one. be just like this one yeah and it will be one hour <laughs> precisely one hour and not any longer these are these are special ones so it's special yes. times um but yeah ed how do we find you you can find me on all the social medias at ed underscore knights with an n excellent and i am uh, well you can find me biggestbenus.com or just go on twitch.tv slash biggestbenus and you'll find me there Excellent. All right. Thank we you. We will see you all next week. Yeah. Thank you very much, Ed. And uh, we'll see you next week. And go on, go on, say it. Be there or be split. split.